welcome to Three Dudes Podcast. <laughs> on this episode. On this episode, we talk about things and stuff and places and, and people, people and breasts. Yes. Large, pendulous American breasts. Breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You're listening to the 3D Podcast. It's episode 27. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not. It's episode 27. We're going to name the title of the cast. Oh. My name is Sam. And my name is Ham. And you could also call me Drog. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what's happened to this cast. I can't believe it myself. <laughs> I uh, I have this half-formed joke, so since I don't have it formed, I'm just gonna say I want this episode to be sponsored by Mueller Light. <laughs> Mueller. But, I don't, but I don't know where it's going. <laughs> Oh, this episode boy. is brought to you by Mueller Light. Sooner or later, it'll catch up with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like it's a slow burn, but it'll catch up to you. I don't know how to phrase it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, uh, this week, mm. we're fucked. We are so mm. fucked. We're totally fucked. And Chris, I'm going to have Dave start us off. <laughs> the I, psych out. I thought it was going to happen. What? Um, Why are we fucked this uh, week? Honestly, the reason I am fucked this week, and I'm gonna, this is gonna be, oh, this is gonna be a little like pity platform for like a few weeks. Isn't that what we always do? It really is. Uh, <laughs> I am fucked because I'm having dreams that I'm smoking yeah. cigarettes. You're, you're gonna. Uh, I'm having dreams. I today marks don't the give second in. week. I know. I'm just, I'm hanging on by this little, these, this little finger hold. Actually, it's a lot better than it was when I started. But I'm having dreams. That I'm smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And it's happening like every other or every couple of days yeah. and it's fucking me up. Yeah. It, it's gonna happen, dude. I went through that for like weeks. <laughs> it's weird because in the dream, what happens is something else is going on, and then at some point I go, Oh my god, I'm smoking. What am I do Oh no, what am I do <laughs> And it's just like <laughs> I know that it's bad, but I can't stop myself in the dream. Yeah. yeah. And it feels incredible. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it really is great. Uh, you got to carry that through your days. I you know what so. I mean. You got to carry that through your days. Just remember the dream. Honestly, it's not. It's now that I'm two weeks in. It's not that bad. Right. It's not. My waking hours are fine. I have my my e cig, so I'm getting my nicotine. That's not that big a deal. Right. But it's the dreams. It's when I'm asleep and I'm convinced I'm smoking, and then I wake up and go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's gonna happen. Like you're gonna get those. Yeah. I I got them for weeks and weeks after. So. I have heard from people that this happens, and yeah. I have heard from a lot of people, and you've even mentioned before as well. Like you know, still sometimes you'll smell a cigarette and just be like, God damn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's gonna happen forever. <laughs> like you're you're it's an addiction. You're not gonna get rid of it. Forever. Forever. Well, I mean, maybe 30 years from now it'll be better, but like, yeah. it, it's an addiction. So it's still in your brain that yeah. you want it. Um, the, I will tell you this my cravings used to last for like 10 minutes and I would get them a couple times a day. Yeah. It goes away. I'm down yeah. to, I'm down to like once every two weeks, I'll get a real bad craving for 20 seconds. That's not bad. And you can deal with it, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can, you can rationalize that in your head and yeah. get over it and. You know, you know, like the triggers for me, for me, <laughs> mm, for yeah. me, 
like me. Yeah. Uh, the triggers for me, it's not so much the smell anymore. Yeah. I, I still like the smell of cigarettes. I it's still like great. the smell. When, when but, Ross was here last week smoking cigarettes, I was just going, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So, yeah. And I like it. Like some people can't be around that. I like the smell of cigarettes and yeah. I, I can handle it. But it's the for 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 me. For, for, for you, me, for me, mean. for me, it's the uh, it's like watching a movie or a TV show, and somebody will like light up a smoke. Uh, that's the that's the thing that gets yeah. me the most. Yeah, you know, we just we just wrapped up watching Stranger Things yeah. on Sunday. We watched the entire second season, and the thing about that show is it's people hopper. with cigarettes, yeah. hopper smoking cigarettes all the time. Yeah, and every time I see them, I'm like. Oh my god, he makes it look so delicious. And cool. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna have that barrel chest Gaston body yeah, smoking yeah. a cigarette. Right. Remember, kids, smoking cigarettes yeah. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's one thing Jim Hopper taught me, it's it still looks fucking cool. It does, yeah. it does look cool. If yeah. there's if there's yeah, if there's one thing Hopper's taught me, it's that waking up with a whiskey hangover is the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's so cool. But but, but then the other thing is like well, I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the, um, I think I just lost my train of thought. I want a cigarette. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I want a cigarette. Yeah. And I can't have one. And yeah. that's why I'm fucked. I mean, you can have one, but you shouldn't have one. No. It's a good idea to not have one. The amount of money you're going to save. the it's amount already started. The amount of money that I have that uh, uh, I wouldn't have had otherwise is yeah. a, a mind-boggling I yeah. would have no money. Yeah. I bought my dad lunch today. Yeah. We went to uh, Havana House. Mm-hmm. I got a cigar. I got the pipe tobacco that I'm smoking today. Uh-huh. I wouldn't have been able... I would have had to ration all that down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I had to do the math. In the in the, in the last two weeks that I haven't been smoking, I've saved like a hundred and, and something. Or how, yeah, about $120. Right. Yeah, like, because like, like what? Uh, uh, a pack of cigarettes is like, what, six, seven bucks? I well, was, yeah, that's without tax. They're like six fifty for what I used to smoke. I was, I'm getting them for like five and a half on average because I'm smoking Marlboro Edge. But even at that, even yeah. at that, that's eleven dollars every two packs, and I'm smoking one to two a day. Right. Right. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's ludicrous. <laughs> it is. Luda! Luda! <laughs> Straight up. Luda! Hello. Me, I go by the name of Ludacris, right? <laughs> um, so I, I so was spending the... $7 a pack. I smoked Marble Reds. I tried other stuff. I Let's do a little it. basic math here. I yeah. was smoking one and a half to two packs of cigarettes a day. So let's factor on even at the minimum one and a half packs. 1.5 packs times, and it was closer to like 710. Let's just round it down to seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one and a half packs every seven days. It's already over ten bucks. Right, one and a half packs every seven days. That's ten, uh, ten dollars. And then ten mul- and a half. Yeah. Multiply that by seven. Seven. That's seventy three dollars a week. Times, <laughs> a week times fifty two weeks. That's thirty eight hundred dollars every year. Every year. That's insane. That's insane. That's that's Luda times the. <laughs> okay, so that times the two the two years that I've been smoke free. I saved seventy six hundred dollars. Wow, that's and there you go. That's insanity. But here's the you know what you've gotten out of that already a car. A car. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. A, a car. Yeah, you got a, a new, new guitar. Car. A new guitar. Uh, I mean, like it's crazy. It's showing. It's showing up. It's the money is showing up. Yeah. Right. The problem is, I this is why I feel especially fucked, and then I'll wrap it. Is all that money I'm saving, I'm not gonna save it. I know myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, right. gonna, right. I'm, I'm gonna spend the extra somewhere. There's, sure. you know, my budget abhors a vacuum. Well, and this is what they but. told me when I went to do my thing was like, she told me, she's like, you could do two things. You could save the money that you're spending and, and put it down towards something else. Yeah. Or 
if you're if you're like an impulse buyer, and I said, which I am, yeah. I said, spend it on stuff you like. Yeah, like, spend who cares if you're saving it? Right, you're, you're fucking, sure. you have it. If you spend it either way, it's it's gonna be on stuff that isn't just stuff that you buy just to burn. Right, right, right. I mean, at the very least, I'm catching up on some bills right now, which mm-hmm. feels fucking great, actually. Yeah. yeah, I had a couple of bills that were starting to get like not like over a month due, but like over two months. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, not great. So, like, yeah. quitting smoking is like getting a raise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Totally. Anyway, that's why I'm fucked. Um, we're, I want to say that we're fucked this week uh, because I recently, I was I was uh, browsing not too, too long ago the Just Neckbeard Things subreddit. <laughs> um, which, that's always good for a laugh. Yeah, it is. Except when, except when something pops up that's just horrifying and awful and you want nothing to do with it at all um mm. like for instance uh the artist who who drew and and presented a a, a super sexualized like like pinup picture of Eleven from Stranger Things uh, to her actress Millie Bobby uh, Brown getting getting his no. picture taken with her and and everything. No, she took a picture willingly with that guy. See, I in the comments someone made the point that that uh, Penn Jillette once said sometimes the best thing to do with these people is to just get it over with. Yeah, and not like because where like refusing would make it worse. Yeah, Ugh, but that's so fucked up. It's incredibly fucked up. That's so fucked up. And and I guess I guess we're just fucked because there's 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 so much normalization of pedo shit yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. One <laughs> one of them is running for fucking uh, senate in Alabama, yep. and, he, and he's ahead, and he's, and he's, and, ahead. And he's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be clear here. Dude he fucked a fourteen-year-old. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. And yeah. everyone knows he fucked a fourteen-year-old, and he's gonna win. Right. That's yeah. insane. This guy's tanked. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. This guy's tanked. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's, um, that's gross, man. That's gross. Like if you if whatever if you I don't know if you like kids keep that shit to yourself. Right. Yeah. Like stuff it down. <laughs> Stuff Ugh. it way down. Do some man shit. Stuff it down. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, like, we need to know who those people are. We do need to know who those people are. We need it's gonna, to know who they are. Yeah. And when we need to, we need to have websites like Family Watchdog where we could see how close they are to us and go, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, you ever, like, every couple of years, do you just do I just did it. Just I just like, did it recently. I just want to know who the sex offenders really close to me are. That's all. Yep. It, it's scary. I think I live too close to a school for them to be here, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the middle school is right down the road. Right. So I'm pretty sure, legally speaking, they can't be in my Well, here's the thing. The, the distance isn't that far, <clears throat> yeah. and if you see the amount of them that are sprinkled nearby... Like around? Yeah. Like that's fucking awful. Circling them. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. That's yeah. awful. Ugh, weird. So there's a, like the thing, like uh, I don't know, watching like movies or TV. The thing that always just unsettles me and the most is anything rapey and yeah. I just I yeah. can't watch 
the the worst episode by far of any show I watched in a long time was an episode of The Sopranos. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I can't watch that. Like, yeah, it's where just... a certain character is sexually assaulted on screen, it's an all out rape. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, and it, it's like, and it's not particularly, it's not, ex- it's not, it's not visually explicit, but it's graphic. But it's, yeah, yeah, you it's, it's, all of this, the struggle, and the way the, that it's the, presented is so graphic, and, and people raw got and upsetting. Yeah, and people got so upset about uh, Sansa in Game of Thrones, and that wasn't even on camera. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Oh my god, yeah. it's Ugh. it's. Yeah, it's it's entirely all the all that stuff is so difficult to watch. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's the worst. I could I could watch, you know, I could watch fucking um uh the bad guy from Commando get impaled with a right. with a lead pipe, yeah. you know, right, a thousand sure. times and be like, oh, well, whatever. But yeah, you know, or, or or um the dude getting sliced up into cubes at the beginning of the cube. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's one of my favorite cinematic shots ever yes. is when he just starts to fall apart yeah. <laughs> it's like you're like what happened to him he's just real straight all of a sudden and then you watch him just kind of slide yeah. oh. <laughs> like little lines appear and then he just slides off his base yeah, <laughs> yeah no it's, it, that stuff always upsets me it's, yeah. it's yeah. tremendously upsetting and uh, yeah know. and the thing is that I, I realize that most of the women in my life are comfortable watching that stuff. I don't know if you like like they I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true for me, but then I haven't watched that much of Okay, I well, I think about the show, They really keep that stuff on TV to a relative minimum. I, a yeah. show like The Handmaid's Tale, right? Which is super rapey. I have only watched the first episode. I can't. I can't. Like Trisha Trisha watched it and she was describing it to me and I'm like I couldn't watch this. This yeah. is just sounds super and she's talking about it like oh no they do this she's like oh it's really fucked up i I like it though and i'm like i couldn't mentally watch this yeah like it would be something that i would be so upset at that i would have to turn it off you know what i mean so and i'd like notice that you know watch a really good point because all the people that have told me i need to watch the handmaid's tale have been women right right all of Mm. them right and i can't i know i can't watch it so like i think like am i just is that the one thing that i have that's just like my personal thing or is it just that women are so desensitized to that shit because they fucking live it all the time that's the thing right christy always says this to me and i'm sure that it's true in varying degrees for varying people Mm -hmm. in varying places yeah but her argument is you know for women it's not if it's gonna happen it's when Mm -hmm. yeah which is pretty fucked which is pretty fucked up it's fucked yeah and like i said i don't know if that applies to everybody everywhere but just the fact that I never have to be like, that dude's going to fuck me, mm. is like a huge difference in my mental load as I go yeah. about the day. Right. Everybody, I think every woman I know has experienced some kind of sexual <laughs> harassment. Oh, yeah. And I think most people have experienced some kind of harassment. Yeah, but sure. women, by and large, more than more men. More than men. Oh, yeah, hands down. And <laughs> I have several women I know who've like personally been sexually assaulted. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. ugh, it's terrifying. It's just, Skeeves me out more than anything else, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like 2017, big fucking reckoning. America is paying attention. All your favorite Finally, stars goodness, are, yeah. are like, all your favorite people are like abusive assholes and you're getting to learn it now. Um, uh, it's fucked. It's really awful. So point is, don't, don't. <laughs> Yeah, the point is don't, don't draw pinup pictures of underage girls. God, it's yeah, fucking it's so weird. Gross. That's the worst. That might be the worst thing I've heard in a while. Yeah, they're like they're like fourteen on the show. They're probably about that age in real life. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's fucked up. Gross. It's fucking gross, man. Also, is there like a ghost in my No, house? that would be the squeaky bar stools. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, keep hearing like... <laughs> like it's just someone making an uncomfortable noise. Yeah, it's, it's that's, that's, that's the world agreeing with us and cringing along with us. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, let's stay in this vein here because the reason sure. that the reason that I'm fucked. All right, why are you fucked? Um, I'm a member of Chess.com. Yeah, as I've talked about on the show. Let's mm-hmm. let's make like a blood clot and stay in this vein. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but no, I'm a member of Chess.com. I play chess every day. Yeah. Um, you know, I talked about it on the show. I think it was a recommendation one time. Um, so my, my profile picture on chess.com is a picture of me and Trisha. Right. Um, and it's probably the best picture that we've ever taken together. Um, I bet I've seen this. You, you have. It's been my profile picture. It's the best picture we ever took together. Um, and in particular, it's a great picture of her. Yeah. You know, as it just, it accentuates her eyes and yeah. her cheekbones. It's and so everything. so peedy. It's so peedy. so peedy. So peedy. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I get this, and it, it's finally like, it's coming to a head. Um, okay. I'm on, I play on chess.com, and then my profile picture is visible. Mm-hmm. I get all these dudes, not just here, but all over the world, who see that picture and just assume that they're playing against a woman. And then and message then, you and then as message though you're me, a woman. Yeah, as though I'm playing. <laughs> oh, whoa, this whoa, is whoa, like, whoa. This is so major insight. We're gonna time. get we're gonna get real fucking heavy here. All right. Major yeah. this is like time. I'm a guy, right? So I don't have to deal with that shit except secondhand, right? I yeah. hear it from people. Uh, I see it on the news. You know what I mean? I have personal stories from women I know. But like. It, it, it fucking like it started happening when I first joined, and then it just it happened more and more, and it happened like this past week, like several times, right? Like several times, like aggressively happening. No you know shit. what I mean? Like, and, and uh, at one point, this guy just wouldn't stop messaging me while I was trying to play chess with him, and I blocked the, I turned off the chat, and yeah. this guy. Went to my profile and left a comment on my profile that was like, "Oh, you dumb bitch!" You know what I mean? Like, and I'm wow. like, so I'm like, I'm not fucking kidding, man. Like, it was like mind-boggling <laughs> to me. So, it, it, I mean, I I don't know. Like, it just it was this eye-opening thing because I hear women say it all the time, and you you need to start a blog. I'm man. just like, <sighs> you need to start a blog. You, you know, and then you know, I, as I've had women tell me like, you just don't understand, you know. And, you, you'd like to think that you understand, but until it actually fucking happens right. to you, like, you, you don't get it. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like, it's this thing, and it's not every time, but it's enough that it's just, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, a great yeah. case in point is I do not get messaged by strangers ever. ever. Right. Ever. Right. <laughs> ever. But like, they, that, and they think that, you know, like, they, they, they just see the picture of the, right, pretty girl on there, yeah. right? Are you slightly cropped out by a circle or something? No, or I'm, like... I'm, she's more prominent, I think, in the photo than I am, but yeah. I think that they're just seeing that. Yeah, they just like and laser just eyes on. Right, and they're just assuming. <laughs> so I get like all these like weird little flirty smiley face texts and like, so, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's just, it's upsetting. It's really upsetting because I'm personally, I'm not a woman. Right? right, but you're getting, you're <laughs> right. getting it. But I'm getting like for the first time I think in my life I'm really like I'm getting it. Like I'm starting to pick up on the fact that this is not cool. Wow, that this is like happening all the time, and I'm a dude. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, I will have say, you tried sending them photos of your dick? 
No, I should. Yeah. You know, I try. Here's the thing. Yeah, like, Whenever... This is a golden opportunity to just to fuck with some neckbeards. I, yeah. I did. I did. I, I, I play along sometimes. And I'll pretend to be the woman. Yeah. And the best thing to do is beat them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. that just all that makes me want to do is play chess extra hard and, <laughs> and, and, and hug my girlfriend. Yeah, like, a you're, like you're playing for gender yeah, equality. Yeah, equality. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's 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 upsetting. It, like and it really that fucking sucks. It, it really got to me this week. Like it's just, even just talking about it. Just what's well, also out, like it's, it's fucking an, upsetting. It's an additional layer worse because you know that they're trying to mac on your girlfriend, man. Right. Yeah. They're trying to mac on your girlfriend. Right. They're gonna take that. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you, I noticed her first in that picture too. When I'm dating her, yeah. there's a dude in that picture. <laughs> that's, like, that's me in that picture. They don't you know even I mean? see you. Right. Exactly. They're you, not even seeing. You me. could be a potted plant. Right. Exactly. Like I like I'm not there. They don't care. You know. Like and it's just I don't wow. know. It's just upsetting, man. It's just really upsetting. So uh, you fuck those guys, and uh, if you do happen to play me on chess.com. Yeah. I'm gonna work, and you do that. I'm gonna work extra hard to kick your fucking ass because yeah. you deserve it. Yeah, Jesus, that's terrible. But yeah. what about what, what about my 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 PUA book and uh, the tactics that are biologically proven to to get women hot for me? <laughs> that might be one of the most embarrassing uses of one's time and resources. Yeah, is trying to uh-huh. strategically. Uh, and, and and very meticulously trick people into being with you. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's horrible. Yeah. Dude, it, it's just... gross and stupid. Right. Yeah. It's and both. Just take a fucking shower. <laughs> and have a job. <laughs> shower regularly and show interest in what people are saying to you. And right. You're like fifty percent of the way there. Yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Women want exactly the same things that men want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More or less. More or less. More or less. Sorry, I didn't like. I know no, yeah, started started off on a dark note. <laughs> well, just, we, it is the why we're fucked segment. It can't it all is. be roses and rainbows, sure, buddy. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We are, after all, fucked. We are indeed. Absolutely. Uh, but there are there are bright sides to everything. Yes. I guess. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna Good come optimism. back. We're going to come back and talk about some good things, like what we're smurfing, yeah. and what we're dorping. Yeah, what we're uh, smoobing, and what we're doobing. Stay tuned, bitches. Welcome back. <laughs> we we are back with a little segment we like to call Schmorpin and Dorpin. What I'm Smithin and what I'm Wesson. Yeah. So uh, uh would you like to introduce what we're dorping? I would like to introduce what we're dorpin. So this is I wanted to pick us up something special today. And uh, I, I went through the drive-thru. I was looking for Devil's Milk by Duclaw, which is a beer I really like. Yeah. They didn't have that, but they had this, a four-pack of Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel-Aged Stout, uh, brewed by New Holland Brewing. And it was a little spicy too. It was like 17 bucks for four bottles. So I thought, let's do something 
a little bit ostentatious, and now that I'm not smoking, I have a little bit of extra money, so I was like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. It's just something nice. a little Austin, Texas. Yeah, something, <laughs> something a little bit Austin, Texas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, at that, Dragon's Milk. Let's uh, let's get some... I didn't quite... There you go. Let's get uh, some thoughts right. on this. Oh, gross! No, just kidding. <laughs> This is intense. That's pretty good. That is good. It, it, it's thick as hell. It is thick. That's a thick yeah. bitch. That's a it's thick not, bitch. Uh, it's, not, it's not as uh, intense as I would have thought. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's I like more bourbon flavor. It's like it's like drinking a Bond it's there. bar. It's there. Yeah, it is. It's sweet. It's something else. I'll say that. They describe yeah. it. First of all, it's 11% ABV, and you can taste that. Rich, roasty, and creamy with heavy notes of vanilla and just enough familiar warmth from oak barrels. Um, they recommend you pair it <laughs> with red meat, smoked foods, balsamic, rich cheese, and dark chocolate. Mm. I can see all those because this is really, it's a yeah, very sure. thick, dark, roasty tasting. Oh my god. Well, speaking of smoking, we are smoking with it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Heck of a combo. Yeah. Wow. Well, I like that. I am I am schmerping. Uh, my my staple Perla Del Mar. Yeah, dude. Uh, didn't feel like uh, going outside the box this week. No, I was, man, got to stay was, in the. I was thinking there's there's a cigar with a very similar label, a uh, very similar color scheme and whatnot to the Perla. Yeah. Called Prize Fighter, hmm. uh, and those cigars are like two bucks. Mm -hmm. um, two bucks. And, yeah, and I'm. I, I know you said before you can get a good smoke for two. You can, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for real cheap, but it's I'm, what you like. That's, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I don't know. I'm still skeptical. Mm -hmm. I'm... Well, here's the thing: the wrap is going to be shitty. If you get sure. if you, usually, usually, not always. I think that's sometimes you true. can like if you go to uh, Smoker Friendly and you get dip in that little bargain bin right off to the front there. Yeah. Um, you know, you're gonna. Uh, <laughs> there we go. You're, you'll find some good stuff in there sometimes. You know, yeah. for three, four bucks. Um, you know, just because they're they've been sitting there for a while and they're clearing stock, you know that happens. Right. You know, and you get some good sure. stuff in there. You get some winners sometimes. A lot of times when you get cheaper cigars, um, you know the wrap will come off. You can tell a, a poorly made cigar because the wrap will start to uh, burn off. It'll start canoeing on you real quick. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't burn. They don't quite burn evenly. the same way. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, you, you get some winners sometimes. You just gotta win them and lose them. I've had good barrier. I remember. Uh, <laughs> When we were in Connecticut this past year for the training that I had at work. Yeah, right. For the Dasset training. Yeah. They were, um, we, we were sitting at the table with my buddy Tyler, who I don't know if he's listening or not. Hey, Tyler. Um, what up, buddy? He, he was sitting there playing blackjack at the dollar table and winning. He did really well. Yeah. Uh, but he was sitting there next to these guys from uh, North Boston who were just there on a weekend being guys drinking and having a good time and then sitting at the table, talk bullshitting with us, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I ha I went out and got a cigar, and uh, I was standing behind Tyler, watching him at the table, helping him out with betting. I say helping him out. He didn't need my help. He was he was he was killing. I mean, he walked he walked away at the dollar table. He was walking playing away. some cards. Yeah. He was like up a couple hundred dollars at the dollar table. So wow. like, yeah, so he was kicking some ass. But I, I got a cigar and I was smoking it, and the guy from Boston was like, "Is that as good as our berry cigars?" It was one of the funniest things anybody ever said to me. But he like he went to a gas station, and got a bag of berry cigars in a tin foil pouch, and he's like, "You want one here?" They were like two dollars, and I'm saying, "It was good." It was, you know what I mean? Sure. It was like one of those like yeah. like the little 
like Clint Eastwood cigars. Sure. Is, you know what I mean? Those little like shittily wrapped. See, yeah. It was good. See, and it's because I'm not that familiar with cigars yet. But I, you know, I always say, you know, you can like a a, a good, you know, twenty dollar steak just as much as you can like a three dollar cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not everything has to be, first of all, the best of the best, or right. second of all, expensive. You exactly. can enjoy average things. <clears throat> it's a simple yeah. pleasure. Like, this, this uh, the scotch I'm drinking, which I guess they should say the other thing that I'm drinking is uh, Laphroaig, the scotch from last week when That's we had right. Ross on. Yeah, God, that one well. I put a, I I put a little, little Kubo ice in there, too, to get it a little chilled. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's so great for sipping. The other, the other <laughs> thing I'm drinking actually, uh, yeah, because uh, right. I haven't gotten to mention this. Oh, is, um, no, no, that's okay. Uh, uh, is Flying Dogs the Truth Imperial IPA? That's a good one. I have not had that. That's a good one. This, uh, Love the label though. Yeah, it's it's trippy. It's just this like it's like a this weird trippy modern art ish just guy in a suit, and it's called the Truth. Um, Full disclosure, this beer came to fruition because we saw a gap in our portfolio and we wanted to increase our market share. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're, at least they're honest about it. how cynical that is. Um, <laughs> very tasty Imperial IPA, 8.7 ABV. Yeah. Good one, man. It's nice. A, it's, a good, uh, it's a good beer. Yeah, craft like beer. It. But yeah, no, the, like... Uh, I said I'm drinking the Lafroy here. This is great. a it's a great. I mean, it's liquor, so it's expensive, right? Any bottle of, of liquor that you get is going to be pricey, but yeah. it's not unaffordable. It's like a forty five dollar bottle of scotch, yeah, which is like right par for the course for like what you get. Johnny Walker Black, you know, Doers. Yeah. Um, I just happen to like this a lot better. Uh, you and, know if you're, I mean? and if you're drinking it appropriately, you're sitting, enjoying it, sipping it, get every getting every last right. taste out of it. It's well worth what you sure, pay for that. Sure, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, I figured we'll have it here if anybody wants it, you know. Yeah. I'll drink it. It's my favorite go-to scotch. Oh, man. Um, you, you know what? You, you've you given me an idea, which is really, this is a bar, yeah. but it's missing a liquor shelf. Yeah. I really should <laughs> be stocking some alcohol sure. here. Well, I, I guess we could talk on the show, you know, before we get in. I, well, let me get this out of the way real quick. I'm, sh- I'm schmorping... Um, uh, I went to Havana House with my dad, and I already had a cigar earlier. I brought one in case I felt like another one. I think I'm just going to stay with the pipe. Yeah. I got their House Blend Colombian <laughs> Mocha, which is the tobacco that I got last time that I yeah. couldn't remember the name of. Uh, does not taste like coffee. It's really good. <laughs> um, I'm smoking that. But um, no, I, it's uh, we we can talk about where you and I I think are going to go in on a. I uh, think it's going to happen. A, a beer like a 115 count. <laughs> yeah. Beverage cooler. Which is a little egg. bit insane. I'll, I, look, I'll contribute to that too. Yeah, right? uh, I get it. I get it. Real, uh, not to get too maybe, much insight here. Maybe not till the next time I get paid. Yeah, that's all, no, right. that's all right. It's not to get too much insight here into the kind of discount I get, but it's significant on this thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get this thing for a pretty it's, good price. I'm willing what, to go in with it. Yeah. It's what market analysts call a, a big fucking discount. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's a really big discount. That's also um, a big fucking amount of beer. That's yeah. more beer than is ever in this house at any and, time. Well, that, I mean, is, that's that is a gross of beers. <laughs> well, like, well, well, I mean, think about it, because we all bring beer here. You yeah. know what I mean? And then right. you, I'm thinking you put that bastard, like, that right, bastard. right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right. bastard down right, right there. there. Or like, you know, somewhere. Where I actually it, kind of want to reorganize yeah, this. Yeah, we, we, uh, we should give it some rearranging. But you, you put that bastard in there. That bastard. And then like, yeah. I, can, I can bring a 30-pack over and have it, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you could get a 30. We can all have beer here ready yeah. to go. 
we just feed the fridge full, and we, you know, we always got beer. Because we all use it. So, yeah, I mean, sure. and then whenever anybody, like, if I bring a 30-pack over, if anybody is here when I'm not here, they can drink the beer out of the thing. It's yeah. like a communal beer thing. The other thing oh. is the big chest freezer that we have there, which is, it's temperature controlled to stay around 35 degrees. Yeah. But the problem is it's deep. And putting, storing beers in it and drinking beers out of it is a little impractical. And, and this is something I guess I should probably say out loud on the show and then I can actually commit to it. I've got about $250 worth of bonus points from work coming to me. Oh, no, and I can hey. finally finance the Keezer. Actually putting kegs yeah. and taps into it. Is someone in my house? I don't know. Hello? Hey! <laughs> oh, God. Cromwell, that one it puts. Anyways, that's going to happen. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, I think it's going to be a cool thing. We'll get the... Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned this because it actually uh, uh, segues pretty nicely to my topic, which now I can't segue yeah. into. <laughs> it's okay. Dave's not down here. He also hasn't talked about uh, what what else he's dorping and what he's schmorping. Yeah, he's uh, he's sucking on that robot dick that he's been sucking on yeah, for the, the past um, couple weeks. That vape. Yeah, the uh, the he's he's got the vape there. He's vaping it up. He's I don't got... know what he's. I don't know what flavor he's got. Let me uh, let me give it a little blasty blast here. This is gonna be terrible. I'm gonna be like Ethan here. <laughs> It's very berry mm. Very berry um, It's good. Um, God, that's horrible on the, on the throat. I don't know how anybody does that. Yeah. Yeah. Fake nace, y'all. Um, Fake nace. Yeah, it's like a berry kind of thing. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. It's, it's really good. <laughs> uh, and then he's also drinking Miller Lite, it looks like, which is kind of like, is officially the dude beer. I think, I think so. I think at this point. I feel like I've corrupted everybody because... Uh, Miller Lite is kind of like my go-to drinkable beer of choice because it was the first one that I really... That and Carling Black Label just because it was a sure. dollar at Cedars. Well, I, I... Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, dollar black label. On Old Man Mondays. Hell, yeah. But, like, yeah, everybody... Like, Drew used to... Our friend Drew used to drink a lot of Bud Light. Uh, Why haven't we had Drew on the show yet? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> you know, I feel like maybe the middle of the week, maybe she would be... Too busy with like school and yeah, yeah. Well, school, well, school doesn't go on all the time. We should right. wait to get her when, you know, when the when the children are. Yeah. We should ask her to be on the show. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, I well, she used to drink. I was talking about how Miller Lite's the like the official dude beer at this point. It really is. Um, but that's I, I will take some partial responsibility for that because everybody I know <laughs> eventually just starts drinking Miller Lite. Yeah, because everybody drinks Bud Light in this country. Yeah, right. Um, and I don't like Bud Light at all. I don't so, like it nearly as much. Yeah, no, Miller Lite's got a little more of an actual beer taste. I think it's all in the yeast. Yeah, the yeast. Yeah. Now, regular old Budweiser. Yeah. Is, is, is has you know it's beer. Sure. Yeah. Right. But I'll, I'll it's tell you really one thing. Solid. The only reason that I don't buy Miller Lite all the time is that at that price point, there are other options that contain thirty beers and not twenty four of them. Yeah. Genesee. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bush. Uh, Rolling best. Rock is around that price. Yeah. With yeah. for a thirty pack yeah. in the cans. Yeah. This is the only reason is the bonus. You know the bonus six beers. Yeah. You get yeah. more bang for your buck. Oh, yeah. 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 I get. I buy them six tall boys at a time, so that's you know. Yeah. Now we, uh, we, we. That's right. I haven't said no, you were. We, we, we I kind of covered a little bit. Yeah. Filled them in for me. Yeah. I'm smoking this robot dick now. Yeah. Um, it's going well. I bought a couple of coil replacements, so this will keep lasting me. 
I took a blasty blast on that. Is that, a little blasty is that blast? Uh, berry? This is a blueberry blend. Yeah, it's kind of mm. like a berry kind of flavor. Yeah. Yeah. As good as our berry vapes? Is <laughs> it as good as our berry vape? <laughs> uh, it is, it's actually all right. Mm. I gotta say, for the fact that I'm smoking something that's basically a blueberry, mm. it is an okay cigarette replacement. Yeah. That's um, good. And of course, as we covered, drinking the dragon's milk and, the, and some Miller Lite. Yeah, the classic. No coffee tonight. No coffee. I saw no staple. Yeah. No, no more Marlboro Edge. No more black coffee. I, it's, How about that? Yeah, I'm gonna have to have another boring the, thing. Because here's the thing. I was thinking, like, at some point, it, we could cut the Swarpin' and Dorpin' segment. We but, could. I mean, well, you then know how I, would they know? But then how would they know what we're Swarpin' and Dorpin'? <laughs> right. Because we're talking. We're getting listeners. We're getting close to the uh, year end. Yeah, of the dude cast, which would come somewhere around episode forty-ish, forty, forty-five, because we skipped a couple weeks. Yeah, well, a week. It's you know, it's a weekly podcast. Mm. Really, our fifty or forty-eighth episode or so should probably be. It's going to be closer to like forty-six, forty-seven. You think? I'm, I'm, yeah. Mm. As of right now, it'd be like forty-eight, and I anticipate probably maybe one of a, you know one week. Yeah, we might end up missing something for the holidays, sure. or who knows what. Yeah. So, I which I think we asked before, which begs the question: Do we continue on the format, listeners? Do yeah, we right. end? Do we have a season? Do we have an arc? Do we just leave the world alone and stop doing this? Right. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. They don't, I don't want that. To. I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to, but I don't want to stop doing uh, this. I like doing this. We're gonna put it behind a paywall. It's gonna cost fifty dollars a month. Yep. Yeah. There's gonna be two less episodes. Taking a page out of the old O'Reilly book. Yeah. <laughs> Three dudes read. <laughs> God, that would be the dumbest thing we could possibly yeah. do. I heard old Cromwell up there. Is she stopping by, or is she just... Yeah, no, yeah, so uh, uh, girlfriend sneaking port just popped by for a minute. Mm. Uh, she just had to grab a couple of things because she is uh, house-sitting for our friends, mm. uh, Katie and Mike. So she's watching the cats. Uh, there are more cats in the house than I thought. We had a conversation last night where she was going, okay, how many cats do they have? And I'm like, they have three cats. Yeah. And she goes, there's four cats here. And I'm like... No, they can't be. <laughs> they have four cats. I did not know a troubling that they had four cats. a troubling amount of cats. A, sur- a, a baffling surplus of cats. <laughs> a buy in bulk discount of cats. Yeah, the Costco value pack of cats. <laughs> More than I uh, thought. So yeah, no, she just popped by. She only had to, to yeah. sneak yeah. in and cool. head out. So let's get into this, man. All right, um, what we, got? we had we had uh, been talking a little bit, right, about uh, getting getting all these nice things for the bar, like yeah, uh, like a, yeah, like a, a little cooler, renovation, uh, 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 keggerizer or whatever. Keggerator. Yeah, at this in this case, a keyser. So a keyser. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, a keyser Wilhelm, <laughs> <laughs> as it were. Hail keyser. <laughs> um, uh, which which. Segues nicely to my topic, uh, which is, what are some of the best and what are some of the worst things you have ever bought? Ooh, I like this. Um, I like it. It's because it's, uh, 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 we we've all got them. We've all got things that like we we look we may not use it all the time, but we look over at it and be like. Glad I got that. Yeah. And then there's some things that we that we get and then just immediately go into a closet somewhere right. and you never catch yeah. them again. again. Right, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um yeah, and I, I, I wanna start by saying brink. 
Um, oh yeah. Oh does really? That, does that ring any bells? Yeah, I remember that game. I don't well, remember that you, game. I remember the name. You 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 got sucked into the thing that I almost got sucked into. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean, like had enough people around me go, No, don't waste your money. Yeah, do I didn't I didn't have those people. Yeah. Um an appropriate so, time to be talking about this as Battlefront two is on shelves. Yeah. Yeah yes. and, Br- and Brink was EA too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Well, was yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Huh. Um, so, so for for anyone who doesn't know, Brink was a a disaster of a multiplayer shooter that tried to combine uh, like class based, progression based, uh, multiplayer shootery stuff with parkour. You could you could <laughs> like run along walls and jump over shit yeah. and, and free run and shit like, like Titanfall, but not cool. Like mirrors, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not, not cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah um yeah, and it it it. Sucked. Yeah, um, it, it was yeah. really, it was really not good. Um, and I made the mistake of pre-ordering it at full price. Um, Sorry, we're trying to catch ah, a off. Damn oh, it! Cool. I, I thought I had it. I, I, it looked like you did. Maybe I did, and it got out. Anyway, um, <laughs> somebody acting like a kitten. Please continue. Anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, Brink Brink was not one of my better purchases no. for sure. Um, uh, it it was a mess. Uh, connecting to any game was terrible. Um, the mechanics sucked. Yeah. Uh, just kind of like buggy and unplayable, or just like buggy, frustrating. Buggy, unplayable, frustrating, and uh, not social enough. Oh really? Yeah. For an online shooter, there wasn't really a whole lot of options for like you know you squatting up or like voice communication or yeah. shit like that. It wasn't very fun. It was very monotonous, in fact. It's not very good. It's not very good. It's not very good. Um, <laughs> How much did that, did you buy it new? I pre-ordered it. Oh, wow. I pre-ordered it for PC, and it sucked. So, like, you know, your standard $60 release or something like that? Yeah, it's still sitting there AAA on my... title kind of thing, or yeah, what? Yeah, it's still sitting there on my Steam account with, like, maybe three hours well, played. And the thing is, it went to, it went to $40 within a month. Yeah, and it went to twenty dollars within a month after that. I mean, it failed. Yeah, it was a de- it was a debacle. Like yeah. it failed immediately. Kind of the same way that a game like No Man's Sky did, where it was so hyped up. Oh my god! Yeah, remember the I'm hype so that? glad I, I didn't buy that. Game. I was I was on the hype train too. That yeah. that fell under um, uh, Peter Molyneux syndrome. The like the the creator yeah. fable Peter Molyneux. Yeah, right. Well known for over promising things and then not being able to deliver. And yeah. the thing is. Like the game wouldn't be a bad game on its own if it was say twenty five dollars. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would sure. be it would be a fun little PC thing to go out and explore for a few hours and then you know not play for a while and then got back onto it. You know. Yeah. Um, so it would have been cool if that was the case, but that wasn't. It was hyped up as a full release title. Yeah. They spent years working on it. They kept over promising and over promising, and then it was just. Uh, you know nothing, and I'm again. I'm very glad I didn't buy that. By the time yeah, that I got a, a gaming PC capable of handling that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, I, I already had heard the the news today. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I I have I have only ever pre ordered one game since then. Right. That was Battlefield One, and I got I got quite a lot of play out of that. Yeah, that was yeah. a great game. That it was, was a great it was game. pretty fun. Yeah. I never played Battlefield One. I would still it's, rebuy that game on PC and play with you guys. It's, it's really good. It's it's fairly fun. Yeah. Um, I don't have any like the DLC or the expansions or whatever yeah, they have yeah. now, but um, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm playing 
like siege and yeah sure you know i'm i'm gonna try and get back into csgo as well battlefield right. one in a lot of ways was like uh not ea's apology but um help me dice dice it was dice's dice, apology yeah. for every other battlefield game of the past <laughs> five years but it was shit but it launched too wasn't it yeah i mean it's you know basically like it's one of these ones that it launches like no one can play it well and, and that's bad. purely your publisher that's all ea that's uh, yeah. all EA rushing yep. the title. Yeah, know? they're the ones that are like not the know. devs. It's all publishing. It's all it's 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 Dice saying, "Hey, are you actually going to have the server capability to handle this?" Mm-hmm. And EA saying, "Yeah," and then it launching and not having the capable servers. <laughs> yeah, it, right? it's such a shame because yeah. Dice do seem like very very capable. Yeah, they're going to make great games. Yeah, yeah. they make good games. Yeah. But the, but just launches are disasters after disasters. You know, and the battle, the first Star Wars Battlefront reboot, you know, mm-hmm. that they did a couple years back, a competent enough game, and would have been more competent if they had the time. To yeah. make it the way they wanted to without EA breathing down their neck and pushing for a release. It was great. It was really fun. It just, you know. If I remember correctly, this business with Battlefront has been bad enough that it has literally wiped $3 billion of value out of EA. Yeah. That is how much their stock has dropped, yes. $3 billion, Good. an amount I actually can't picture, Yeah, wiped out of their company completely by this Good. this botched uh, player unfriendly launch there's been photos all over reddit uh of of just shelves upon shelves of battlefront 2 going unpurchased really and it makes me so happy (laughs) i saw the alternative which was an empty shelf and someone had, had written on it and maybe you know something about this maybe you don't that that at that person's local Best Buy, employees were encouraged to only put a couple on the rack mm. to make it look like it was being bought. They did not do that to us. Really? Our, our rule of law, especially holiday time, is put it out on the shelves. Yeah. And I can tell you that there is a lot sitting on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot sitting on the shelf. Yeah. And, no I, and, and the thing is, uh, I don't know what those stores do. I don't lie to people. Yeah. Like, if you ask me honestly, how's this game? Terrible. Yeah. It's, don't you know what I mean? Like it yeah. don't don't waste your money, you know what I mean? Like I I don't sure. like I can't lie to somebody, you know. Right. I, I try and treat people, especially with gaming, people who because you get old folks and their parents and grandparents who don't know anything. Yeah, they just want to make their kid or grandkid happy. Right, and they'll come in and they'll go, "What do you think about this?" And I'll go, "I don't want to do that." Yeah, it's wasting your money. Um, yeah. but yeah, at least as far as video games, those are those are two that come to mind immediately. Um. Yeah. Recently, I I purchased a gaming chair. Yeah. Oh, did you get one? You mentioned this. Let's talk about this. I got a gaming chair. Does it rumble? It does. Does it vibrate your butt? What? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm out. Can can you fuck on it? Um, (laughs) And see, I had to. I had to really look and make sure because I'm. I'm. I'm a fairly tall guy. I'm. I'm like six three. Yeah. And so I had to make sure that that the back was gonna. You know, come up pretty comfortably, and it does. Yeah. Um. It it's it it's a full backed. Uh, it's got like a pillow for neck support, a pillow for lumbar support. Everything's adjustable. Yeah. And it it I think for someone like me who spends a lot of time in front of the computer, I think it's going to. It already has been one of the better purchases I've made. Mm, yeah. Recently. Um. So I'm I'm pretty happy with. Tell me it. about that lumbar support. The lumbar support. Um, there, there, there are two pillows that you have, that you like strap onto the chair, so they're they're adjustable in height. Ooh. Um, but like it's it's like so when you when you sit back, it's a it's a bit like a car seat. 
So like you're not ramrod straight, but you're just you can you can adjust, of course, how yeah. far back the the back leans and everything. Nice. Um, so like when you're when you're in a like a reclined position like this with the with the back kind of straight, um, there's no there's no give to the chair. The back of your neck is supported by that pillow, um, and then your your lower back is is supported by the pillow beneath it. It sounds comfy as hell. It is hella comfy. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons I, I texted you guys earlier about having a LAN party at my place sometime. Yeah. I, I, I want you guys to try this chair out because it's really good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'll go over and sit in your chair anytime, bud. <laughs> but it doesn't vibrate your butt. No, no butt vibrated. No, but I could, I could, uh, I could attach something to it. Like I could take one of Aubrey's cats and just like tape them to the bottom, and their thrashing would. Yeah, gear. right. Yeah, just like a shaking, right? Violent shaking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the the other alternative, I guess, is like uh, like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like an offboard motor for a for a boat. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll do it. But. Uh, I, I remember, to add to these things you bought that you regretted, I bought, I want to say, Call of Duty World at War. I believe that's the one. The first one, yeah. It was the one that had the zombie mode yeah, thing. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I bought it for the, you probably oh, remember. Oh, yeah. I bought it for the Xbox. So you bought it years after launch. Years after it was launched. Yes. It was now at the point where it was like, Probably barely supported at right. all. No, yeah, I don't think it, I think they had dumped support at this point. Well, as evidenced by what happened. Yeah. Yes, because I was so fucking mad. I hopped on to play some online multiplayer, and the screen was just full of like little chat messages from whoever was hosting. So it's like, oh, they're gonna fuck with everything, and then all of a sudden it would go into like no gravity mode People out of nowhere. Fine. Yeah, It'd be hovering. People's usernames would be all in rainbow colors. And you shit. would spawn and then die, and then spawn and then die, <laughs> yeah. and then right. Yeah. And it was. I realized like I'd walked into some fourteen-year-old's nightmare. Right. Right. <laughs> well, see, and, and here's the thing: when that game was on, mm-hmm. like initially, that's my favorite Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. incredible. See, I, I, I've owned. World at War on PC for a while. Never played the multiplayer once. Mm. No I, I beat the campaign like three times though because campaign's incredible. I had a lot of fun. Good. I never finished it. I loved the campaign. The campaign's incredible. Campaign's incredible. Uh, probably the best instance of zombies was the original yeah. Call of Duty mm. World at War zombies with the. That's what I've heard. They were up to four <laughs> maps. They were great. Yeah, they were really. Oh, I mean, I'm thinking about like. Uh, freshman year of college, sitting with my buddies, getting stoned, and then playing up to round 60 in Zombies. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Over and over and over again. It was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, but yeah they blew... Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Those games that get those yearly releases, they lose support like uh-huh. as soon right. as the next one comes out. And it's, you know... Yeah. Um, you know, it's really sad. Meanwhile, um, only just days ago... They finally shut down server support for Demon Souls for yeah. the PS3, wow. the, the precursor to the first Dark Souls. Oh, really? Yeah. This How is, old would that make it? Oh God, it came out in like what two thousand and it was like seven, ten eight, years yeah, old. Yeah, wow. seven, eight. Yeah, it was old. Demon Souls is like ten years old, and they only just now ended multiplayer support for it. That's yeah. pretty crazy. That's great. Yeah. Well, and then, and then you hear something like, uh, "All right, uh, Nintendo." Only a year or two ago, stopped support for the original Nintendo. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? right. Yeah, and you go like, "Fuck, they're still That's doing awesome. this." Awesome! How cool though! I right? can send that out somewhere, and, and someone will fix it. How for... fucking cool! It's like thirty years old. That's ludicrous. That's insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. Load up. <laughs> I'm saying that word too much. I know. 
I'm just noticing it. Yeah, the original Nintendo. God, that must have been. That was probably one of. Yeah. We're talking about best purchases. Oh, yeah. My, my parents Solid. bought that yeah. when I was a kid. What a great piece of hardware, man. It's still. You just blow in it and it's fine. <laughs> you just. Occasionally, you take the cartridge out, you blow in it, and you're back to playing. Your, That's I mean, insane. your Nintendo just broke and your cart won't play. <laughs> Boy, what you gonna do? <laughs> Act a fool! I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, what a great purchase. What a great purchase. I can still put a cartridge in that thing now. And it still works. Yeah, I have mine. still works. That's 30 years. Yeah. That's 30 fucking years. My original, (laughs) the first game I ever bought with my own money, Pokemon Red, uh, on the Game Boy Color. My cartridge still works. I heard that after a while, like, if the battery dies in it... The uh, you have to replace the battery so you can save your game. That's the only thing that's there for is to save your game. Gotcha. Because there's a big you know like watch battery in the cartridges. Yeah. And that's purely for the save function. Sure. Um, so, so and I've never had to I've never had to do that. It's re- it's replaceable. You can you know gently take the cartridge apart and kind of put your own battery in there. Yeah. But I've never had to do that. The cartridge still works <laughs> yeah, after right. all this time. So many games on there. That said, if you've been playing the game constantly for the last, you know, twenty years or whatever, mm. you which might, I you might still pick up and play it, yeah. you know what I mean? It's great. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, well, I got a bad purchase, but it's bad for a, a different reason. I, I, um, okay, let's hear it. I uh, the first credit card purchase I ever made was uh, my golf clubs. Yeah, which is not a bad purchase. I love my golf clubs. Yeah, uh, they do exactly what I need them to do, which Wait, is they hit the ball, hit the ball in the direction. I, I, I like them, them when I hit them. No, they don't always hit them in the direction I asked them to, but that's not the club's fault. <laughs> but they, they feel good, and when I do hit them, and yeah. when I do, when I do this, I, I can get a hold of those clubs. They're the perfect swing rate. I bought them off the rack at Dick's. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, you know, like an, an older model. I have TaylorMades, which is the set I always wanted. Mm-hmm. And they're like $900 clubs. I got them for 500 bucks. Nice. You know, I, got, <laughs> I bought the driver along with it, you know, and you know, I got a really good deal on them uh, just because they were the ones that were the display models. Yeah. Um, but that was what kind of started my whole, like, credit card debt fiasco. Oh, that I'm so That bad. I'm still involved in, but I'm capable of handling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Me too. You know, uh, but, it, like, that was, like, the first wake-up call because, like, I went, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't afford them. I charged them. I couldn't afford them. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you know, that was the problem. I think the thing that gets you stuck on a credit card and it's like a feeling that you recognize every time you buy something with it is that, oh, I have a big problem. I got this thing that I want to buy or take care of or like something I have to pay on. And all of a sudden, someone yeah. else got it for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Man, what a relief and what a rush. <laughs> and then it's just that over and over again until it's way too late. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's, I, I, my first purchase with a credit card was I had to, rent, I had to figure out how to afford a cabin Red Bull for my brother's uh, bachelor party. We yeah. were going to go get a cabin, chill out in the woods. We were gonna, we had we had a bunch of beer and, and bloody Marys and a hot tub yeah, and a grill and <laughs> can't beat it. Yeah, yeah, we had a great that's pretty time much in the woods. What Trisha and I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know. it's awesome. But it was like I can't afford this, and I applied for a credit card and I got it and I booked the thing. Problem gone away. Yep. Didn't even worry about it after that. Went, oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. And then I did that about. A hundred more times. Uh, That's a trap. That's a trap, man. Yeah, of just like every time something came up and it's like, I really need this. And then it became, well, I just kind of want this. Mm -hmm. Right. It's terrible. 
It's such... I mean, that's every worst decision I ever made is probably something sure. I did on a credit I realized I was having a problem when I was, like, charging my... Ci- this is why I'm yep. happy I quit smoking. Because I was charging my cigarettes. I did that more than yeah. once. Yeah. Ugh. A couple times. Yeah. Pay interest on, on cigarettes. On addiction. Yeah. Yeah. I had to balance for it. I did it just recently, but... Uh, and again, tax return time comes along. This isn't going to be an issue anymore, thank yeah, God. Right. Um, but, you, you know, I had to balance transfer my old credit card over to one that they're not going to charge me interest on for over a year. Yeah. You know, because it was getting, I was paying interest on shit that I bought, you know, ages ago. It's crazy. That actually, yeah. that's, is the balance transfer a good idea? Is it a good idea? It's helping me. I don't know if for your credit, it's, here's the thing. People balance <laughs> transfer for years. Yeah. And then eventually you're stop, you're going to stop getting those offers. Yeah, where right. They, where they will offer to transfer your balance. Because it, it probably tanks your credit score, huh? It doesn't tank your credit score. It does if you do it over and over again. Sure. It's all, it, it won't tank your credit score the first one, two, or maybe even right. three times you do it. Yeah. But eventually they're not going to let you do that anymore. Yeah, eventually they start to see what's happening. Right. And, and the other thing is... You're never going to pay it. You have to open another line of credit to transfer. I, yeah. I The only credit card... I, I had a Zales credit card when I was in high school... For jewelry purchases for ex girlfriends now. Yeah, uh, I had a JC Penny card. I had a JC Penny card because that always came in handy for Christmas shopping because you got like an extra fifteen percent off if you use the Penny's card. And mm-hmm. why wouldn't you do that? Um, and uh, I had my Best Buy card, my Visa card, which was a Visa card. Yeah, I could use it everywhere, and I get points at Best Buy. But the interest on all those cards, like the Visa card, especially for Best Buy, it's a retail card, so your interest rate is fucking astronomical. Yeah, right. Um, the terrible. Uh, so I opened up recently. I opened up a uh, an actual, like normal use everywhere card. I got a Discover card because they give you the widest limit, and they offered me the best balance transfer rate. Yeah, it was like fourteen months no interest. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's what I did, and I just, you know, I'm going to put my Christmas stuff on that card, pay it, you know, and yeah. then tax return time comes. I'm expecting uh, enough, I, at least 2000 at least. No shit. Yeah, I file zero, so I get a lot. You know, I also file zero, but man, I never see that. You're in a higher tax <laughs> I think bracket. that's what it is. You're in a higher yeah. tax bracket. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I just realized? I, I don't think my parents ever introduced me to the idea of a credit card until I was well into adulthood. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine either. Because, so that, like, all I had was, um, when I got, when I got, um, my job at the library in college, uh, my dad helped me open up my first bank account, um, with, uh, you know, through home savings, good old, good old Youngstown home savings. Yeah. Um, and I had a debit card. So everything I paid for with that debit card came yeah. right out. It's my yeah, it's all my money. Yeah, and it's it, you know I'll tell you it sucks making two hundred dollars every two weeks. Yeah. But but, uh, but w- what it did teach me is that is to live within your means. What I what yeah. I have yeah. And yeah, and you know what? Having a credit card was the first time that I started to explicitly live beyond my means. Right, exactly. And, and, I'm, and I'm paying for it now. I am too. And you yeah. know what? And here's the thing is, I, I'm a, I'm a, my dad and I were just having this conversation. I'm an impulse buyer. Yep. You know, I will, if, you, you just have to sell it to me. As a, like, a, <laughs> as a salesman, you just, that's why I'm frustrated when I go somewhere like Home Depot and I want to buy something and nobody will help you. Because yeah. I'm going to spend money here. Yeah. I just need you to sell it to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, just give me a reason tell I can me, justify just, it to myself. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I need you to do. Yeah. Is just man. tell me, like, 
I don't know, man. It's not that expensive, you know. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, my impulse buys have totally changed. Yeah, right. Like instead mm-hmm. of out of nowhere, I'm gonna buy an Xbox or some shit like that. Now I'm like, I bought food saver rolls on Amazon. Yeah. Like, I spent seventeen dollars <laughs> on two fifty foot food saver rolls. Yeah. And all my fun for the next like sure. two You're, months is gonna be right, right. sucking stuff up in plastic bags. Right. My <laughs> yeah, my impulse buys now are either like fi- a five dollar microtransaction in a video game, yeah, or uh, food. Yeah, just sure. go just going to like Dingles and getting getting Food, like foods a killer pulled man. pork and a beer. Yeah, sure. You know, now, I, I will tell you, I made an impulse buy uh, a couple about a month ago now. Um, and it was it was another open line credit thing. I yeah. opened up a line of credit to get it, but the deal was so good that I felt really good doing it. Okay, I got the, the guitar. I got a, oh I yeah, got yeah, a, yeah, I got yeah. a Les Paul. Got a real Gibson Les Paul, which I've always wanted. Yeah, you know, there's no weight reduction on it. It's the actual fucking holy shit, you know, yeah. heavy ass, <laughs> yeah. 18, 20 pound Les Paul. Gorgeous. You know what I mean? It's beautiful, and I love it. It was a forty eight month financing on all Gibson purchases. Yeah. So I got 48 months to pay this bastard off. The payments are $21 a month. Honestly, <laughs> every, every time you hey, throw down an extra right. 20 bucks, though, right? I mean, every, if you throw down an extra 20 bucks here and there, right. I mean, that thing will go away fast. fast right. Yeah. That's, that's fast. what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'll, I'll take care of my other credit card, mm-hmm. and then I'll just have this one thing, you know, yeah. and, you know. But yeah, that, that was an impulse buy that I, my credit has been saved by the car payment that I can afford now because I quit smoking. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, like, and everybody says, well, it takes a long time to build your credit. Like, I had shitty credit and I got a good rate on my loan because I haggled for it. Yeah. And that fixed my, I, I pay every two weeks instead of every month. I yeah. take it right out of my paycheck. Yeah. Like, the day that it gets paid, it goes, the, the, <clears throat> I think my car payment's one hundred and eighty dollars a month. I pay a hundred dollars every two weeks. Now let me it's, now let me ask no. you this though, what um, I I have heard that checking your credit score hurts your credit yes, score. Yes, except for two times a year, and you have to know which bank or which thing to go through to do it. And I don't know how. Fuck. One I, nice thing about having a I'm Discover, curious. I'm really curious about what mine is. One nice thing about having a Discover card, I will say this, even though it got me in a bunch of trouble. Every single month. They tell you. They tell you your credit score. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's actually a humongous benefit of the thing if you can like not, I love not my, be irresponsible. I love my Discover I've actually watched my credit score drop and I've watched it come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've actually seen the way that I'm behaving having right. an impact on my sure. credit score. Mine was 629 <laughs> when I went to get the car loan. Which yeah. is... Uh, which is that's, that's pretty decent credit. Which is thing. okay. It's yeah. just okay. For it, most people, I, it's pretty good. I will tell you, it was significantly worse than that. And then I got my student loan straightened out. Have you guys noticed that in the, I don't know, f- four years-ish since we finished college yeah. and, and those four years we've been spending more and more time together, our lives have steadily been kind of on the upturn? Yeah. yeah. Have and you I'll, noticed yeah. that? It's Man, let's talk about the fact that, yeah. Like, generally, all... our, our, like, <clears throat> like, our quality of life is improving. You two have have stopped smoking. Yeah, we both stopped yeah. smoking. I've, I've been drinking less. I got a house during that time period. You got a house. I got an apartment with my girlfriend. I bought a yeah. new car. You got a new car like, that I can afford. It's it's almost as if 
the 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 thing is true, which is the longer you live, the better. The more you pay things down or manage things or get in better habits or whatever, you sure. actually do do slightly better. But I think I think the fact that we're hanging out yeah, must play some. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we're we're definitely yeah. 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 Po- positive influences. Uh, <laughs> let's see how many beers do we have. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. fucking glug. I'm thinking about well, we were talking about City and Color last week when Ross was here. <laughs> yeah, and there's a line in a City and Color song that I'm thinking of that just it speaks to me because it's something that I've experienced in my life. There's a it's a song called The Grand Optimist. Okay. And it's a song about being a sad pessimist and being depressed in a world that seems to be yeah, expressly optimistic. And there's a line, it's like the second verse starts with uh, then there's my father, he's always looking on the bright side, saying things like son just life just ain't that hard. That's been my dad's philosophy his whole life. <laughs> yeah. And I I talked to Trisha's dad about it too and he said, "Look, man, He's like, I filed for bankruptcy before. Yeah. You know, life sucks. Life is hard. It has a real funny way of working itself out. Yeah. It seems to. It really does. As long as you don't kill anyone or right. accidentally kill yourself somehow. If you, you if you can trying. stay the course and make only the Stay ma- the course. Stay the same stay. mistakes that everybody makes. Yeah. Life is gonna be okay. Sure. It'll, it'll peter it'll you know, the, the sadness to, will peter out and everything's gonna be fine. I used to overdraft my bank account in college a lot. Sure. Uh, you yeah. know, who doesn't do right. that? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hell, I've done it not that long ago. I mean, I've been where like it's like almost payday and then an extra thing comes out and I'm like, Oh, okay, so I have negative forty dollars for a day and a half. Yeah. Or like or like it's like the Wednesday before payday and you're like, Okay, well, I've got eight dollars and seventy two cents. I can afford a bagel. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink. I think I think I've got like some old Werther's originals. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> under the bed, got like... this ancient tub of Minute Maid mix. Right. <laughs> if I if I drink enough water, I won't need to eat. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will say this: like I long for the days when I was in college. I had three bills: cigarettes, yep. beer. And uh, my cell phone. Yep. And yeah. That was all. That was I, everything I had to worry and about. The occasional tank of gas. Right. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was it. I mean, that yeah. was the whole thing. My my bills in college were were uh, God phone, gas, and World of Warcraft. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's like think about how easy that was. Yeah. And I, I think like oh man, I wish I could still go out and drink. You know. Yeah. All the you know. Well, I didn't have anything else to pay for. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's all I used. Yeah. I used to drink every night. I used to be at the bar every night, and I used to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, and I could afford to do that comfortably on nine thousand dollars a year because you know, yeah, because there wasn't anything else. Yeah, half of it went to smokes. About two grand went to gas. Yeah, you know, what, I mean, what the fuck else do you want? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I want to talk about the one of the worst cars I ever bought. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I I don't know if you if I've ever told you guys about this car. It was my favorite car, and it still might be my favorite. And it was a piece of shit. Are you talking <laughs> about the neon? Nope. I am talking about the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Oh, the, the old Cutlass car. Supreme. The old car. It was my first car. I got it when I was just about. That was 17. my that was my granddad's car. Yeah, <laughs> those are great. Yeah, cars. that was Alex's first Cutlass car. Supreme. It was an old. It was an '88. <laughs> Mine was around there. Mm-hmm. I think it might have actually been into the uh, late '80s, early '90s. That was a sick car, man. Those cars are sweet, classy the, as hell. The mm-hmm. old Cutlass Supreme. It was a two door. Uh, it. Mm. Uh, 
I got it when I was 17 years old, and I bought it with cash I saved up working on a company's website when I was in high school. Wow. Nice. I, I used to work on the website of this travel agency, Burger Travel Service. They're mm. in Youngstown. I think they're still in Burger. Business. Burger. She used to say on the phone, like the sandwich. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, we uh, she so she hired me to do web stuff and I worked for her for like a summer and, and then uh, another summer after that I saved money up and I bought with cash an Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme from this shitty little car lot which was next to where Speedway is here in Austin Town over by Big Lots and all oh, that yeah. oh yeah there's a shitty little <laughs> car lot over there I I, I know, know the one <laughs> I don't know if they're still run by the same guys but these dudes were slippery mm-hmm. these dudes were slippery as hell I bought it off of them for cash. Drove it off the lot, whatever, and it was my first car. And I loved it. It was a boat. It was yep. big. Those cars, man. Those are great cars. Yeah, it uh, it had a six-cylinder yeah, uh, engine, and it really kind of roared. Yeah, the uh, chrome trim all over, mm, too. Like. Yes. Well, um, it, I don't know if it had chrome trim so much. I, I guess the details are getting Im- fuzzy. Imitation chrome. Yeah. <laughs> it, I loved it. Um, it was... Uh, I, I, I had it for, I think, about a year and a half or two years. Maybe a little longer. Yeah. Um, when I got it, it was super high mileage, but I remember not that long after getting it, a bubble appeared on the side of the tire, like a big Uh. bubble that was just threatening to pop and, and the tire constantly lost pressure. And I was always going into a service, you know, thing at a gas station to fill up the the tires. They were constantly leaking. Um, like I said, it was just, it was loud as hell. and, And I discovered that the muffler was like rusted open. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and of course that happened yeah. to Alex too. Yeah, I remember I bought muffler tape. <laughs> yeah, lots of it, and ended up just wrapping the muffler. Yeah, to try and conceal the sound, which didn't really help that sure, much. Sure, sure. But that, of course, with a giant hole in the muffler, contributed to like instability in the engine and all that. Yeah, it was like a pressure differential yeah. and all that, and it, that that wasn't great. And I remember the last thing, what finally convinced me. That this was going to be a big problem this car and I'd had it for like a year as I was standing at the gas pump one day filling up my car and I'm just kind of sitting there not thinking and then I'm like it smells like gas and I look and there's gas leaking out uh, on the, the, the floor the, the yeah. concrete of the gas station just a pool spreading out so I stop the pump I put it back in the hook and I lay down and it's just gushing out of my tank. Yeah. <laughs> because the seal around the gas tank had eroded away. And on closer inspection, Fuck. they had stuffed a piece of chewing gum in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. This was my discovery. Is looking at the seam, there was just gum stuffed in a hole in the gas tank. And this had been there for over a year. <laughs> I've had the thing for a long time. Boy, that was the last time I picked Bazooka Joe as my mechanic. Oh, man. Where'd you say you bought this from? I bought this, like I said, it was the car lot right next to where Katie's Corner no longer is. Okay. On yeah. The, on yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I, uh, <clears throat> the guys were not there anymore at the time. And honestly, I think car lots come and go over yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Especially those, that's yeah. where I bought the Honda from, was a yeah. little fly-by-night place. So I, I remember I went and I had the gas tank replaced. And that Used was car lot salesmen are yeah. they're like they're like fungi. They yeah. you know they they come and go with the seasons. Sure. I should have known what I I, I paid two thousand dollars for that car. Yeah. I kind of got a value out of it considering. Yeah. But you know when you're in high school you need that car. Yeah, the car yeah. You need yeah, that you car need to the last. Car man. I didn't get my 
guy got laid. I was <laughs> 19, you know, so like yeah. I, I lived that life of just needing to ride everywhere. And, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. Uh, I eventually got rid of it when um, the the final thing was that I went to start it one day and leave my driveway, and the engine just kind of idled a minute and then started revving on its own. And yeah. I cut the engine. I went, what the hell's happening? And I did it again, and the engine was just revving up out of control. My Honda did that for a while. And I eventually made the decision to scrap the thing, and it was the saddest. It I, sucks. I yeah. still it's miss first that car. car. Is so, it, isn't, that, isn't that strange, though? Like, you say it's your favorite. It's a total piece of shit from yeah, the sounds of it. It was a matter. total piece it's of shit death yeah. trap yeah. with a yeah. hole in the gas tank and me flicking cigarettes out the window. Yeah. Right, you know? yeah, all right. And, and I still... I loved it. I had some of the best times oh, in that yeah. car. Dude, in that... You know, drove girls around in that car. Yeah, that right. That's, good, you know, that's the thing. Well, trying like to the, impress girls the Honda, in shitty little Oldsmobile. The Honda my, my, my mom and my aunt helped me pay for was the, the Civic. The I had an O2 Civic, which, yeah. you know, would get it out in the open. It's still around. Yeah, The right. car still exists. That was, it was, was $8,000 because it was a Honda. Right. Um, we paid... It was eight grand flat out yeah. the door. You know, tax title. You know, everything. And it had 116,000 miles on it, or 106,000 miles on it. Wow. Uh, it is 202,000 wow. miles right now. Yeah. And uh, it is now my girlfriend's car. So when I bought my car, which I call Nancy Reagan, because <laughs> it's got the red, it's red, it's the same color as the pantsuit she had when she wore the, the, the just, say, just Say No speech. I didn't realize it's, you call that car Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Yeah, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. <laughs> Yeah, I, because it's the just say no color. It's sure. The, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when I bought that car, like I'm happy because I still get to drive the Honda. That's yeah, something right. I, mean, yeah. just, I gave it to Trisha. Yeah. But like it that was. Thing will drive forever. It was sad. We mm. scrubbed it out. We cleaned it for the first time ever. Mm. Like all you scrub the carpets and it look. It was sad. Like when we drove it up to take it to her mechanic to get everything fixed. I'm like. This is like the last time this, that it's gonna be mine. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when we transferred the title, I was like sad. Remember, yeah. uh, remember Han Solo's line in Return of the Jedi? And it's got this funny feeling. Yeah. Like I'm never gonna see her again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I love that car. Yeah. I have so many memories in that car. I drove that car for six years. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking car. Yeah. And I, like I was, it was a, you know, it wasn't a junker, but it was a, it's an old, it was an old car when I bought it. Yeah. And I mean, like I wrecked the fucking thing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I ripped the undercarriage <laughs> out. <laughs> you can. Yep. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? You get tobacco in your mouth? Got some backy in my. Tobacco. Yeah, I, I got some backy in my crawl. Backy. I wrecked that car. I had somebody ran me off the road. I ripped the underside off of it. I bent the engine frame on it, uh. which by all accounts should have totaled it. Yeah. Um, but like, after all, it is a Honda. Right. Yeah. The damn thing's still going. It's, I told her when I gave it to her, I said, you can drive that car pretty much as long as you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's everything that needs to be fixed on it has been fixed, and she's replacing whatever else needs done on yeah. it. Yeah. So whatever, like the car's... For all intents and purposes, it's at, in as good of a shape as it was when we bought it. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what right, I mean. Right, right. Because everything, everything's been replaced on it. It's got two hundred and two thousand miles on it. Two hundred and two. It's insane. Oh my god. That, it's, it's crazy, and it's got another hundred thousand. It's got <laughs> yeah. another hundred thousand. I'm convinced. Probably. It's 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 a great car. It's a great car. <laughs> now, and it's tan. Now yeah. the uh, the Ugh. vibe I'm driving. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It's the first car I've ever owned, so yeah. I, I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't have like the nostalgia thing going for me yet. Um, but what I do have nostalgia-wise is my first personal 
computer oh, that yeah. I could call my own. It was one of the old uh, black Dell Dimension desktops. Yeah, yeah, those were great computers. With man. a CRT monitor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, it had the little the little like shield shaped front panel that you could flip up and yep. there were USB ports on yep. the underside. Yeah. Um, that computer, in retrospect, was of course not very good. No, 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 no <laughs> Dells, no Dells were. No, no. But they were. And, that was a great look. And my very, yeah. my very next one was a uh, was a later model Dell Dimension. Yeah. Um, that uh, that also uh, it, it ended up um, it ended up getting uh, uh, fried by lightning. Um, and I, I, I tried desperately to my like my favorite Metallica album. It, uh, it, it ended up getting to a point where this this second computer, I had to remove the cover, remove the battery, and replace the battery in the motherboard every time I wanted to start it up because that was how bad it got fried. No shit. Um, and uh, and so eventually I got that black computer that I had, and then the yeah. computer I have now is the one that we built. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, my very first one was one of those black Dell Dimension desktops, uh, Windows XP, of course, yep. the, the best uh, Windows the best version. Windows, yeah. Um, I, I think we can all agree. <laughs> I think we can all agree. And and the reason I wanted a PC w- uh, was for two reasons. Yeah. I wanted to play Dark Age of Camelot. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I don't remember that game. It's a uh, old it's MMO. Wow. Um, uh, you're like three realms. You could be uh, Midgard is all Viking mythology, Hibernia is all Celtic mythology, and then Albion was all knights, knights of the Round Table, yeah. and like you could actually go and see the Round Table, and, and yeah. you know go to Camelot and shit. It was really fucking cool. I keep almost killing this bug. It's uh, driving me fucking insane. But uh, but <laughs> but the the first. Ah! Do we get it? No, no. It's still there. Fuck! Oh, God, fuck! Oh, went right in your eye, asshole! Oh my God, I watched it happen. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Dickhead! Anyway, um. I think you killed it because you smashed it out of your eye. The dog wants to join the hunt. Hey, yeah. dogger. Um, hey, doggo. But anyway, anyway, so, um. Yeah, sorry. So. Dark Age of Camelot. Yeah, so, like, my, my first, um. The first computers that I used were Macs. Like, yeah. like mm. everything at Canfield was a Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with Austin Town Schools early on. Yeah. They yeah. were all Macs. Um, uh, every, uh. My mom. Uh, still to this day is uh, she has she has an iBook yeah. or, uh, or an i uh, MacBook MacBook yeah, yeah whatever, whatever it's called an i something an i something yeah um yeah we had we had at first a Mac clone that mm. was like made with proprietary hardware and then it just had OS eight on it yeah and then yeah. and then she eventually upgraded to one of the original iMacs with with like, above the colored ones yeah. yeah yeah oh my god my aunt still has the blueberry one I had a poster for that in my bedroom growing up I had a poster yeah. for one of those They're, those were so fucking cool those were, cool, those were cool. all over Canfield High School's library I learned HTML on one of those fucking things. Yeah, those computers <laughs> are fucking um, cool it, man. well that and Claris works Claris works Claris works was uh, was Apple's proprietary uh, their office uh, suite website builder. Uh, Oh, okay. It was uh, yeah, it was a website building program, so you didn't have to fuck with HTML so much. <laughs> Their WYSIWYG editor, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I was so hyped when I got it because because the one reason was Dark Age of Camelot. The other was I really wanted to play Quake Three Arena. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which you couldn't you couldn't do on a Mac. No, um, you could play Marathon on a Mac. You could play Marathon on a Mac, and, yeah, and yeah. it was only when I got older I was like, oh shit, Marathon was really good. Yeah, Marathon, Mac I didn't Warrior. 
Yeah. Remember Mech Warrior? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my God. When I think of evolutions in multiplayer gaming, I think, like, the original Mario Brothers, then I think Super Mario Kart, then I think GoldenEye, yeah. and then I think Quake 3 you're, Arena. See, you're skipping Doom entirely. Yeah, I say, you're missing Doom. <laughs> you're skipping, like, I never Wolfenstein. Played, I never played Doom. it as a multiplayer uh, game. Uh, I still have uh, the original uh, Escape from Castle Wolfenstein. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Or Return to Castle yeah. Wolfenstein. It's on Steam, yeah. man. Yeah. It's on Steam. Get it. Dude, um, that game, man. That but, um, game. And I got the original Doom on a floppy disk. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. But anyway, I soon learned that that of course, you know, uh, Windows was was far superior uh, for gaming. Uh, I wanted to say too, Marathon's open source now. So yeah, dude, wow. it's, it's been open source for years and years and years. That's uh, um, that's very early Halo. Yeah. For those of you at home. Yeah, that was Bungie. Bungie's first breakaway hit was the Marathon trilogy. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I quickly learned uh, that that. You know, Windows was was where it was at for gaming, and and so I, I still remember like one of the first PC games I really truly got addicted to was Age of Empires two, yeah. Um, and that and again that that old Dell Dimension, I remember uh, this was back in the days of when you could ins- there were websites for themes, yeah, like Windows XP themes where it had like custom you know log in log off sounds a cursor, yeah, right. uh, you know everything. Um, mine was Star Wars. My brother's was 911 themed. <laughs> and and I shit you not. I shit you not. It would play whenever you logged off of his account. This is the best part. This is the best part. Whenever you logged off of the account, like the wallpaper was, you know, like the American flag superimposed over the twin towers. There was an eagle in the corner. <laughs> Um, and the, the, the cursor was like a waving American flag. Yeah. But whenever you logged off of the account, it would play the entirety of Lee Greenwood's <laughs> God Bless the USA. <laughs> I'm sure if I mentioned that to him now, he would, he would just, he would just cringe his guts sure out. Would. But like, was he, he, was he not doing this ironically? No, he was not doing it. We were young at the time, man. He was like, he, right. was, he was eleven at the time. Yeah, he well, was shit at that time. Yeah, especially like you know, a lot of there were a lot of very young, uh, un, yeah, patriotic kids who had no understanding of what they were doing, but they knew what right. they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was being American. <laughs> when nine eleven happened, I was thirteen and my brother was eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was completely unironic. Um, it, it was, it was, oh my god! I would do a phase like that because I, I had to wait like a full two fucking minutes to change the account because fucking Lee Greenwood would play every time. <laughs> so it's like signing off, and you yeah. wait have to wait. To yeah, it's, it's just the Windows XP side off screen. Stand up next to you when defenders steal today. Cause there ain't no doubt of this land. God bless the USA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a solid two two to three minutes of just that. I, I remember uh, I remember David Cross did a bit about that song because it was like that song got popular years before, right? It was like used during I can't remember what the when, like during the Gulf War or something. Desert like Storm, that. yeah. Desert Storm, yeah. So the thing is, then nine eleven comes around and that song is popular again, and this guy's out. Playing it for crowds again, and David Cross's comment was, "Well, here's your second shot, asshole." Because the line is, "I'd stand up next to you and defend her today," and he's going, "Here's your second shot. Get on a plane." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember, I remember an urban legend that said Lee Greenwood dodged the draft in yeah. Vietnam, but I don't know how, I don't know I, what truth there is to that. Yeah, right. 
Mm. Uh, I remember my first computer was a. Do you remember e machines? Oh God, vaguely. <laughs> You mean you mean that thing that that Scientologists use to read your body things? No, Ben. <laughs> the it was those cheap desktop computers with the little cursive E, and they were pretty cheap. Yeah, the E machines computer. I didn't bought YSU one. have some of those for a while. They may well have. I don't remember. <laughs> I bought it for a couple hundred bucks when I was in high school, and. Of course, by the time I needed a new one, I had, like, you know, like, Star Dock window blinds on it and running all kinds of stupid, insane themes, and it just, yeah. like, bogged it down, and it was useless. Yeah. I kid you not, what I replaced it with was years and years <laughs> later, maybe 2008, they had a computer recycling drive at GM, and uh-huh. I picked an e-machines out of the box and took it home, so I replaced it <laughs> with another e-machines. <laughs> Yeah. Did you get a dot matrix printer out of the deal too? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I, I seriously, I replaced it with someone's recycled computer, uh, <laughs> which did not have their hard drive in it. I didn't have anyone's private information. Yeah, but, but I did see some boobies. <laughs> sure. I put. They all, left the wallpaper. It's just yeah, boobs. Just boobs. Yeah. I, I replaced the uh, the. I put all the parts for my old e machines that I needed to into the new e machines. And went with that for like another couple of years. Yeah. Wow. Best purchase I ever made. It cost me zero dollars. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't be that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at I think... Yeah. I have mixed feelings about this. Oh, come on. Because I want, I want to say it's, it's not a great purchase. Because it's not. You love that thing. But it's a great... I'm looking at my... It's my guitar. The first guitar I bought with my own money. Yeah. That was, you mm. know what I mean, that was like something that I paid for personally. I bought the Strat because um, I like David Gilmore, and David Gilmore has a white serial number 0000001 Fender Stratocaster yeah. off the line from the Fender factory yeah. that they gave to him because uh, he's David Gilmore, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, he's got an old school, you know. Fresh print American American Standard Strat, yeah. and uh, I bought this one. This is not as good of a guitar as David Gilmour. <laughs> G Willikers. This is a Mexi. It's a Fender Mexi. Yeah, and it, it's uh, it's just fine. It's all right. It's all right. It's just fine. It's, I really like it. It's a good. It's, it's a good okey little, dokey. It's a good little noodling guitar. It was five hundred dollars. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's as good as five hundred dollars can be. It plays well. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you know, knowing what I know now, it probably wouldn't yeah. have been my first choice. But Speaking of, speaking of uh, music-related things, uh, I'm sure you guys remember my brief stint as a, as a DJ, mm-hmm. a live DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait a minute, when was this? During college. Like, like, I do, I hired you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, this was for. Um, I, I used to, I used to play dance music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what was the event? Was I there? There were, there were a couple events that I yeah, you did several. <clears throat> oh my God, I barely I did, remember I now. did several. I did one, <clears throat> I did one at some, oh God, the one I'm thinking of. Did one well, at Cedars, I remember. I did one at Cedars. I did, uh, with, that was with, um, with Jay. Jay Mills. Yeah. Yeah, that was with Jay. I did another one with Jay that was at the Lemon Grove and like. 
like Corey and and I think I might remember that. a bunch of other people turned out for it and it, and it turned out really good. Yeah. Um, but there was one where like I I was so angry about it that like all I did was drink myself stupid, and <laughs> and uh, because what what had happened was I was using I was using a laptop that that didn't have uh like what was the problem? The problem was there was only one audio out. Yeah. So I could I could monitor with headphones or I could output mm. my mix. Yeah. I couldn't do both. So I got around this by ordering a part off of Amazon, which was a USB audio splitter. Yeah. Yeah. A USB thing that plugs in and it's got, you know, uh, one port for microphone, one port for headphones. Yeah. The problem is those weren't labeled. Um, <laughs> so, so I have an hour set at this venue. Yeah. And I'm half an hour into it, and I can't get the fucking sound to work. And I realize it's because my audio out is plugged into the fucking microphone jack. <laughs> so I had to condense this set down into a half hour, and and uh, uh, because of this cheap, it, it I should mention it was Chinese. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like a knockoff part. Yeah, cheap. this this cheap Chinese shit that they sell on Amazon. Yeah. I think I've mentioned before how Amazon lets. You know this this bootleg foreign bullshit on their site, right, sure. and <laughs> and it's it's I it was it was definitely it it soured me on on trying to DJ for a while, and then two um, D six had an event where they where one of their acts dropped and they wanted a DJ to fill like that they would divide the time slot between the remaining sets and yeah. and so I did that and it, and it worked <laughs> that worked out really really well yeah. Um, that was at uh, UPI actually. Yeah, UPI. I don't think I remember that actually. Yeah. Speaking of cheap Amazon shit, I saw the other day a ring-mounted mouse. What? It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. How it looks like it goes on your your ring finger and you like point, or I guess your pointer finger, and you point around and it acts like a mouse, right? Which is weird, but I could see it it's functioning. A, it's, it's a little interesting, I guess. But the labeling of it man. referred to it as the one ring to rule them all. Oh, fuck oh, you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> but it looked like that was the name. Like it was written in as the product name on the label of the box. They're taking the hobbits to Amazon. <laughs> I thought that was so weird. And that's like, that's how you always immediately recognize this cheap Chinese knockoff shit. Yeah. yeah. Is that it's got like legally indefensible labeling. Well, well, well <laughs> you know, you know, you know what really sucks is when you're when you're looking at it and and it's like, oh okay, this is like four stars and you yeah, know, it, it looks like it functions. And then you get it and the instructions are like, thank you much for to purchase happy time keyboard right. component. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you've already <laughs> lost me. You've already lost me. And it, which is which is why I was I was I was really kind of happy when when I got that pipe for you for Christmas. Yeah, and, and I was yeah. reading the description on the side, and I, I was like, you know, there's no way to fuck up a pipe really. Right. So I I, I was just having fun with with yeah just the broken the horrible broken English. Yeah. Oh man, I'll never forget my favorite of all these bad English translations is the one for that Batman toy. <laughs> it's, it's like saying like you know things like uh, God had never given him a chance yeah. for revenge. Or yeah, God never gave him a chance for revenge. Yeah. Uh, 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 Doctor Jackstraw, the abnormal drug trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part 
in which they refer to him explicitly as Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, he became a new hero, Spider-Man. And it's like, this is definitely Batman. (laughs) What was Dr. Jack? I gotta write that down. Dr. Jackstraw, the The abnormal abnormal drug trafficker. (laughs) Why can't he be more normal like those other drug traffickers? (laughs) Wow. I just want to remember that phrase. Yeah. yeah, the abnormal drug trafficker. Uh, Tugon, chief of mafia. It, it was like it was like a, they didn't bother translating it in English. It was like T O U G O N, Tugon, chief of mafia. Chief of mafia. Yeah, I don't know who the hell that could be. Black Mask or it, like it could be anyone. There's yeah, so right. there's so many uh, fucking mafiosi in Batman. Yeah. Man. I've had a lot of luck with purchases for the most part. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I, I have anything that I super regret. Yeah, you know what I mean. The the trick really like the most the most buyer's remorse I've ever experienced is with video games, and the most and the most buyer's delight. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Um, and the trick is don't pre-order shit. Wait until it releases. Mm-hmm. Look at other people playing the game and and yeah. be like, okay, Make your decision. Yeah, yeah, this this looks like something I would want to play. That's what that's what I did with Siege, and still like my most played game in the past year or so. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, thinking about purchases that could go either way, you know. Yeah. The microphone that we're recording this on is, is yeah, the thing you're hearing us on right now. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a damn fine mic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like epic quality or anything. No, but it's working. I, this was actually <clears throat> I gotta I gotta give it up to Bo, who I, I work with for. Pretty much the entirety of my career now. Yeah, uh, it was the one who told me to go because I was I, I couldn't decide on which microphone I wanted to get to do the YouTube show with, and he's yeah. like, "Dude, get a Yeti." He's like, "He's like everyone uses that." It's going to be three three of you doing it. It's going to be for the least money, the best quality you're going to get without getting a mixer. Yeah, you know what I mean, and having to go through that noise for the most part, except for a couple like learning curves and stumbles that we had. Yeah. It suited us pretty well. I think so. It's, it's done exactly what it's needed to do. It's, it's not done. great. <laughs> we, you know what I mean? Like we want to get we want to uh, we're talking about better audio, which we need to talk about now. Yeah, actually, yeah, come, to, come to think of it, the Audio Technica sale is on Friday. Oh, no shit. Ooh. This upcoming Friday. So maybe we should uh... we need to discuss it because we have talked about you know we've been doing this long enough we're taking it seriously enough we should probably all have a microphone yeah, yeah. and you know eat the mic like a professional you know right, right. you know instead of uh, sort get of... get the full range of the human voice yeah right <coughs> uh, we should be doing we should be doing a little better so uh, Friday I would like to go up there I mean I go to Akron that day anyway yeah. go before work I'll give you my credit card you know. Yeah. You know, can't charge it up. Hey, can't. <laughs> no, after our conversation <laughs> about credit cards, I really you know, can't. Charge it up. Woo! Charge it up. Fri- Friday is a, a no-go for me, unfortunately, but yeah. I will, well, it's, I'll, 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 it would be early in the morning anyway. I'll give you the, the dosh to, to get me. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll talk about it, I think, post-recording, but I think yeah. uh, we're finally going to hit that era in the dude cast where we... I think it's time. Well, we should use this microphone. We, we should not get rid of this microphone. 
No. Well, first of all, if we, good mic. if we have guests, if we have four, we, uh, well, I don't know, we should talk about logistics later, but yeah. we should probably have four microphones and a mixer. Yep. Yeah, I've, I agree. I've been interested, uh, I've told you guys, in, in Twitch streaming, and I would definitely like to use this microphone. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, absolutely. it's especially good for one person. Everything that yeah. we, I mean, like, we, we made two big purchases, right? We, uh, I bought the uh, Action Software, mm-hmm. and then we all chipped in for this microphone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's like... It's ours. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. whenever you need it, it's, it's a mine. great mic. I found it. <laughs> it's a great mic. Um, yeah. And then I have something that I'm going to be working on next year mm-hmm. without giving too much away. I, is, um, is this something we've talked about Is this already? something you yeah. texted us about? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I have something that I, I'm uh, just starting to put into motion now. Um, yeah. That uh, I'm going to be working on next year. That we'll, we'll, you'll probably hear more about, a little bit about in the coming months. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I might need this microphone at some point. Got a lot of irons in the fire. Yep. Got a lot. A lot got of, a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. I'm really excited. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of bad purchases. This this uh, for what we do, it's it's. I will say that this microphone is insufficient at this point, at this stage in our recording. We've 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 taken this as far as as this microphone. Could and I love go. this microphone. Yeah, I do too. But I think I love the googly play. eyes. On I it. do too. Yeah, <laughs> love googly eyed microphone. It's a great mic. Yeah, and it's done for sure. How many recording sessions has this microphone gone through? I know that what, you what guys un- have heard or not heard. What unspeakable things have been done in yeah. front of this microphone? Right. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's been good. We've had this mic for three years, two, three years now. Yeah, that's crazy. It was our, yeah. our entire uh, our entire YouTube show, the duration of that, and then yep. every episode of this podcast, right? And, except and, for episode two, right? Except for episode <laughs> yeah. two, and the Goose Chase podcast the for Goose that Chase matter, podcast. as recorded on the on the Yeti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it was a it was a yeah, it was an okay purchase that ended up being pretty good. For yeah. Me. yeah, it served us well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna miss him in his googly eyes. <laughs> yes. y'all, y'all like that? You like those little audio peaks I just did there? Yeah. For those of, for those of you that can still hear, they're not deafened by that. I just tapped the top like you, a, you, gotta, you booped it snoot. I booped it snoot. I tussled its hair like I'm Tom Hanks. Now what? <laughs> now what? Uh, now what? What are we? Uh, what are we looking at here? Yeah, um, I think it's probably about time. We're at uh, about that easy, time. Easy. Oh my god, it's one thirty-five. Yeah, it's one thirty-five. We got a little bit more time. Yeah, a little yeah. more time. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what, what's what's probably, what would you say is the absolute worst purchase you ever made? Oh, God. That's, worst purchase. Wow, that's hard um, to say. I once bought a $50 candy bar. <laughs> I, I, excuse me? It's one of the big what? ones. It's one of the big ones that you could, like, I ordered oh. it from uh, Hershey Park. I think we talked about it at some point on the show. Uh, I ordered a giant candy bar from Hershey PA mm-hmm. um, that you normally have to. We go might to have store. talked about it when I was talking about my email. I at think Hershey. so. Yeah, I, I I ordered one. I ordered one, um, and then of course couldn't finish it because how could you? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's that thing that chocolate does when it's been out for a little bit, where it's still okay to eat, but it gets the little white sugary, you yeah. know what I mean, chemical. Right. Yeah. 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 So it just got old and unappetizing. And that the candy bar is great for the first. Uh, sixth of it yeah and then it just becomes too much yeah so maybe maybe not my best purchase and i didn't have anybody to eat it with at the time it was just me this <laughs> me and my diabetes and you know yeah. so yeah probably a good waste of 50 dollars. not a great 
Not a great choice. I think among the things that I, the worst purchases I ever made, and it wasn't an expensive one, but it has proved to yeah. be the most useless one. It is a <laughs> the dog. No, yeah, the dog. <laughs> the, the dog is quite useless. However, he was given to me. Yeah, uh, it was a singular packet of pasta sides. Yeah, it's what? one of those. One of those pasta sides. Pasta sides. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a packet of noodles. It's a side dish by like Nor. Nor oh yeah, Nor pasta sides. Nor yeah. pasta sides. I don't. So they're like little packets meant to be made as a side dish. Yes, it's a paper okay. pouch. Of noodles and powder that becomes sauce. It is. It has been in my cupboard for probably six years. Holy shit! It is fettuccine Alfredo, and I'm never gonna fucking eat it. Why? Never. Because it looks gross. I know, but nor pasta sides are delicious. Dude. It looked gross, and it continues to look gross. And I still don't know uh, why. Oh man, Alfredo is my favorite. Kind I love of pasta. I do. This is an Alfredo. <laughs> this is a this powder that attempts to replicate Alfredo. Well, now you can't eat it. I can't it, eat it. I mean, you can, but I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't. disgusting to think about. <laughs> How many powdered cheese products ever end well? Kraft mac and cheese? No. No. No? Uh, no. Well, that's because you're not using enough butter, probably. No. no. Or enough ketchup. No, like I'm telling you. When or it enough comes sriracha. To, when it comes to boxed pasta, it's Velveeta shells and cheese or nothing, man. I gotta have the, the sauce in yeah. a packet. Anything powdered. Mix it up with the no white viscous water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm it's thicker it. now because of the pasta powder that's in the bottom. <laughs> Whip up, yeah. No, that's the worst purchase I ever made because even as I was buying it, I was going, I bet I don't really want to eat this. And it's been there for. It's been. It's been there forever. It's been. It's disgust. I still, I look at it occasionally and go, no one's ever going to fucking eat this thing. <laughs> yeah. That might be the worst. Mm. Like a dollar. <laughs> the worst dollar I ever spent. I've been I've been turning this over and over in my mind. I, I've narrowed it down to two. They weren't the most expensive purchases, but they were the worst. And I'm trying to I'm trying to think of which one's the worst. And I and I think I've decided my runner up is is the time I bought it a ticket to actually go see in theaters Stomp the Yard. And I think I oh told, yeah you I have. think I've told that story on here. But yeah. I think I think the worst purchase I ever made, or or perhaps the the least wise purchase yeah. I've ever made, the unwisest purchase, was the first time I went to Electric Zoo in New York City, 2009, Labor yeah. Day weekend. And I went down to the hotel bar that I was staying at and ordered a white Russian. Take a guess how much that motherfucker cost. Oh, no. I can't. I, Eight dollars? Ten. Oh, my God. <laughs> that motherfucker cost ten. Ten dollars. It was. It was about. I'm trying to find a, a oh, comparably God. sized glass. You can buy if you go to a grocery store. You can buy a bottle of vodka for ten dollars. Yeah, you know, you know what I um, mean. Like, uh, the glass was about yay big. It's one of those one of those cocktail glasses with like a handle and a stem filled with ice. I presume and okay. it was about. Oh, um, one of these ones not, that's triangular, kind of. Or? No, no, no. It, no was, it, it was it was like cylinder shaped, but it was only about yay tall. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, not filled with ice, with foam. 
<laughs> um, it was, and not, and beyond that, it was weak. It was a weak Send it fucking back. drink. That now, this is this goes along with the shit. Now, well, if if you do that, the bartender gives it back to you twice as strong, like twice as strong as as what you want. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, just to spite you, just ruining but, the drink. But like you know, I, I didn't know better at the time. I was I was what two thousand nine. I would have yeah. been. I was twenty one. I was yeah. literally just twenty one. <laughs> um, and uh, and it was it was a weak white Russian. It was trendy. It was full of foam on the top. Yeah. And and it wasn't satisfying. I spent ten oh, fucking man. dollars. This is consistent with goddamn. New York, as yeah, far as sure. I can tell. Yeah. See, I'm, yeah. like, I'm yeah. telling you, and, and I hadn't I hadn't considered that. It was yeah. it was my first time to New York since since I went uh, when I was like twelve, maybe yeah. with my parents. Yeah. And didn't have to pay for stuff. You basically can't get a beer in New York for less than seven dollars. No, I well I did find a place. Uh, uh, two years later, in uh, January of 2011, I went. Uh, with a couple friends from Albany, and uh, I told I told you about the um, you know the uh, the guy from the from uh, the Dominican Republic, this Dominican taxi yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cab yeah, driver. Yeah, he yeah. had the, like, the suit and the leather gloves and everything. Um, but I told you uh, beforehand, I got drunk, and <laughs> right. and that was the worst I'd ever had to piss in my life. Were you in Brooklyn at the time? No, I was in Manhattan. <clears throat> but I found I found it an Irish pub. This is like lower Manhattan. This is like like uh, like in the forties. Yeah. Um, I found an Irish pub that that was selling drinks for like an actual decent price. A little a little up from what I'd be used to paying here, like a dollar or two more. Do they any by by any chance have like a sort of a courtyard nearby or something with like a bunch of vegetation? There was is it I like th- when you cut through it to get to the bar, maybe or anything. There near- was, I think, a square nearby with grass and trees. The thing is, I swear, in the forties or somewhere like maybe less than eight blocks away from the Empire State Building, I went to a little Irish bar that was affordable to drink at back in oh, like. Oh, okay. So, you, so you're saying in the forties, like the streets? I thought you meant like you went in the nineteen forties <laughs> to an Irish pub. <laughs> no, but yeah. But it, I don't know. I, it, I God, if only I could remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, but it, um, I remember they, the guy who was tending bar was actually genuinely Irish. Yeah. Um, there was a sign. So behind, was the guy at the bar I went to. Uh, did he have? Do he have gray hair and a mustache? No. Uh, no man, no, no. not the same bar. I was okay. getting excited. I thought we might have been to the same bar together. Um, there, yeah. There's a sign behind the bar that says Pogmatane. Uh, which is which is I I asked him it, it's Gaelic for kiss my ass yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and and I I I got a few good drinks for for a reasonable price that's yeah. a place to go man there's yeah. not a lot of those there 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 are probably lots of those places but they're not where you expect them to be right sure. you know you really have to and you won't find them on like Google Maps sure. no 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 I just I just walked down the street and it was like hey an Irish pub I I yeah. like those. Yeah. <laughs> About the best deal for drinks I ever got in New York was like three dollar kamikazes. Yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. And we smacked <laughs> a billion of them. Right, sure. Yeah, well, I've never been to New York, so where, I, I would have to. Where have to do that. Where were, totally go with Where it. were the three dollar kamikazes? This sounds uh, familiar. Upper West Side, probably in. Oh, the, oh, uh, oh, you're talking about in New York? Okay, there was yeah, some place yeah, yeah. around here I remember that did three dollar kamikazes once. Yeah. No, this is this was in New York, and it was on the Upper West Side, and, uh, I, and I stumbled. Back never been to the Upper there. West Side. You, uh, you said you reminded me of uh, a time Alec and I went to go see. I think we went to that between the Buried Me concert I was telling you about. Mm. We went to go see them, and we were we we just left after uh, Animals as Leaders played. 
we went down to the floor and he's like i was 20 at the time and he's like do you want to get a beer and i'm like yeah sure and he's like oh, i'll be right back and he he went up to the bar at the house of blues in cleveland yeah yeah he yeah. went up to the bartender and he said i want uh two bud light limes and the guy grabs him from behind the bar cracks him open Slides him over to him and says, "That'll be sixteen dollars." Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! And Alec, and Alec went, "I'm not paying for that." That's not even consistent with Cleveland He's like, prices. Oh, sixteen dollars, twelve ounce beers, yeah. and not even good beer. Fucking no, Bud Light, right? Yeah, it's Bud Light Lime. <laughs> I could buy a bottle, six pack for yeah. seven dollars. <laughs> you know what? This In is- the bottle. This is advice time, because you're reminding me. This is advice for anyone who hasn't been to New York and ever decides to go. Yeah. If you've never been, you got to go to Times Square just to see it, because that's a touristy thing to do. Just see it. Don't buy anything right. there. Yeah. When you're there, someone is going to try to give you basically next to nothing cheap tickets for a comedy show yeah. at Dangerfields. Rodney's Club on the yeah. east, uh, east of Midtown. Do not do it, because <laughs> even though they sell the tickets for like $10 a pop, What'll happen is there's a two-drink minimum served to you by a skeleton of a man who has worked there forever. He can't hear anything, so he yells at you while a comic is performing, and a Bud Light is ten. A Bud Holy Light is ten dollars. And again, nope, two-drink minimum. Nope. So if you spend twenty dollars on tickets for you and someone else, you're gonna spend forty dollars later for drinks. Don't let people talk you into things in New York. Just yeah, exactly. Just, it doesn't just, end well ever. Just poke around and see what you find. Yeah, exactly. That's right. what I think is the best thing to do is go and get lost. Right. Well, I remember Alec was like, I- I'm not paying for this. He's just looking at the bartender and said, I'm not paying for that. And the guy's like, I already opened a man. And he said, well, you drink him. <laughs> so he like he came over to me and he's like, uh, yeah, he tried to charge me $16. Do you want to go to the bar next door? <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So we just like left and you know. Oh, yeah. What? Fuck what that. crock of shit yeah, that is. Scam artistry. Yeah, man. And people are paying them. Yeah. Any show in the country, people are paying them. I got a beer at the Indians game that we went to go see for the playoffs. Yeah. I got a fucking. I got a tall. It was at least it was a tall. It was yeah. like this size, sixteen yeah. ounce Coors Light. Yeah. And it was eight dollars. Like that's a well, you're, you're a captive audience at that point. I'm like, I'm, dude, I'm in the nosebleeds. I can't afford an eight dollar beer. <laughs> Come on now, a five dollar beer. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll pay the extra price, but eight dollars. Yeah. What about some of the shit that you that falls into the like the trap at the bottom? Yeah. Give, give, me, some me, give me some of that. Put give it me, in a give cup. Me, like the slush. Let me do the mat, man. Let's do it. Give me the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I think a Tecate beer, like a 24-ounce Tecate at, in Madison Square Garden was like 12 bucks. Wow, that's crazy. And you know what? I but it's a bought one. But yep. it's an yeah, import. You have to. It's, it's, it's an import. It's, an, it's a shitty import, import. but a sh- it's an import. But it's an actually, import. Actually, I don't even think it's an import. I actually think Tecate might be brewed here. Tecate is Mexican. I, I think they're owned by Anheuser-Busch. Are they really? I think, I think they're brewed. God here. damn it. <laughs> Why does America have to ruin everything? Uh, good question. That's ludicrous. Luna! Luna! <laughs> so, anyway, uh, when we come back, yes. our recommendations yes, sir. and what we've learned. Mm, yeah. If exciting. anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I learned a damn thing, but we'll find out. <laughs> Welcome back. Yay. Yay. We're 
going to talk about our, our recommendations here. Um, I, I had to ask for permission to do this uh, because I, I didn't know... Uh, I don't know if anyone else is going to, but we just spent a, a, a bit listening to Roger Waters perform yeah. uh, Pigs, three different ones, uh, in Mexico City, right? Yeah, Mexico City. Mexico. Yeah, this yeah. Was last time in 2016. Uh, yeah, October last, 1st, 2016, right before uh, Trump got put in, yeah. Yeah. Um, got put in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it almost mm. hurts to say was elected, mm. but to got put in sort of makes more sense anyway. Uh, he yeah. wasn't elected. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait a second, but, but, but put in, put in, put in, put in, hmm, ever hmm. since Trump got putined, he got put in office, <laughs> that's pretty funny, collusion with a foreign power, it's, it's a pretty, it's, it's Mueller time, it's Mueller time, bitch, he's gonna go full ep- Elliot Ness on this shit, he's gonna bring, this episode brought to you by Mueller Light. In the, <laughs> might seem like it's taking a while, but sooner or later, you'll feel it. In the words of Gerard Butler in Law Abiding Citizen, I'm going to burn the whole diseased, corrupt temple to the ground. Man, everybody... It's going to be biblical. Everybody shits on that movie. That movie is fucking incredible. It's really it's good. really what good. What movie is this? Law Abiding Citizen? Citizen? No, never saw it. This is a dual recommendation. Watch yeah, Live okay. It's it's a it's a it's a cheesy action movie kind yeah. of thing, but it's 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 what everyone wants to think they would do if their family was ever hurt. Yes. Um, okay, so like straight up token. It's yeah, Gerard, it's a movie where you're, you're supposed to root for the bad guy though. Okay. Yeah. You're, um Gerard Butler, you're supposed to root for Gerard yeah, Butler, who um, is the bad guy. Gerard okay. Butler is a man who who's whose family his wife and his daughter were were raped and killed by mm-hmm. by uh, by psychotic burglars. Yeah. Um, Jamie Fox is the lawyer who who got one of them a reduced sentence and got him like basically set free for like a stint in okay. prison. The other so, one. So God never gave him a chance for revenge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he became Spider Man. So obviously. Spider Man. Um. So so what the rest of the movie is is Gerard Butler taking out this like gruesome jigsaw killer like revenge on like everybody not just the guy who went free but the entire justice system wow and it's and, and basically wins yeah it's yeah it's not it's not uh it's it's not a, a fantastic movie but it but it is cathartic it's a great movie if you're a guy and if you ever had the thought of like Man, if somebody ever hurts somebody, it's it's good for yeah. men because it's like a, a visual masturbatory aid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's if somebody ever hurts okay. somebody I in, love. In the same way that Boondock Saints yeah. is is a cathartic movie, and that yeah. like there, we got all these fucking scumbags running around because you know the law is you know whatever. Why why doesn't someone just fucking kill them? Right, exactly. You know? yeah. It's 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 that kind of a movie. And it, oh man, it's really good. So. Um, anyway, my, my first recommendation, I I was saying we were listening to pigs and, uh, so animals, listen to animals by Pink Floyd. It is my favorite Pink Floyd album. I have to listen to it. Second. Having, having listened from everything from Piper at the Gates of Dawn all the way up to Endless River. Yeah. Uh, multiple times. Mm -hmm. Animals is my favorite album because it's, it remains the timeliest. Um, well, Dark Side of the Moon will remain relevant for all of human mm. eternity, and and you know, because it, it's about life and death. Sure. Yeah. So but, will the wall as long as there's a personal struggle. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, but but animals is one, especially in this day and age, that's that's especially relevant because it it is about 
you know, the people wising up to, you know, the, the, the pigs that control the world and the dogs that, you know, enforce, per- enforce that, yeah. that rule of law. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, again, it's, it's bookended by two tracks, um, pigs, uh, on the wing. pigs on the wing, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, dogs is the first track, pigs is the second and sheep is the third. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's it's conceptually brilliant. It's musically invigorating. Yeah. Uh, like if 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 pigs three different ones doesn't make you want to just burn oh, something yeah. down. Yeah, that's you have intense. no soul. It's it it is it is a a none too thinly veiled attack on on every every rich bureaucratic fuckhead who thinks that who 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 pretends to be acting in the best interests of their people but but just get more wealth and more power yeah you Um, described this album as as close to punk as they get right right that song uh, that one specific song is about as close to punk as pink floyd has ever gotten yeah i think that that philosophy is very punk i think that's really cool i think i said i think i said in 2016 when when you know the election happened maybe it took me like a month and a half to like finish recoiling and then i think i said punk's gonna make a comeback it, it, yeah. if there was ever anything that could get jello biafra back with the dead kennedys it's trump <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and, do you know and, what yeah. i mean and i think this <laughs> like that makes this album particularly timely it's a uh, real it's a real speak to power moment dogs has one of the most uh uh it's the finest guitar work that david well, gilmore ever put to wax well that but it also has one of one of the most uh uh prescient is is am i pronouncing that right i think so um uh one of the one of the um, it's a line that's going to remain relevant throughout all of time, and it's uh, uh, you've got to be trusted by the people that you lie to, so that when they turn their backs on you, you'll get the chance to put the knife in. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's all it's it's again none too thinly veiled, but it still yeah. manages to be very very poetic and very just it's it's so it's intense. It's yeah. very intense compared to. To you know, Dark Side or or the Wall, which has yeah. you know various rises and falls. Mm. Yeah, the entire bulk of animals is all just intensity sure. throughout. It's very angry. It's an angry album. Yeah, yeah. do not give Roger Waters enough credit as a lyricist? I don't think. No, Wa- Roger Waters is absolutely uh, you know every every beautiful, sad, angry. Yeah emotional line you've ever heard in a Pink Floyd album. He's like he's like a more emotional Pete Townsend because there's a lot of bite sure. and bitterness behind it. Yeah, know? absolutely. Um, you know, but it's there's a lot of innate sadness behind every Pink Floyd, especially when you know what the songs are about. Gilmore know? provides the substance. Yeah. And, or no, sorry, Gilmore provides a style, Waters provides the substance. Sure. Well, and then I, I would argue that uh, Rich Wright with his accents and then Nick Mason on the drums. Yeah, absolutely. What a, what a great rhythm section, man! I mean, yeah. they just hold the whole thing together for sure. Um, I'm gonna listen to this album this week. Oh, it's a great album. Good choice. Animals by Pink give it, Floyd. Give it two listens. Yeah, because yeah. it's different than any other Pink Floyd album. Yeah, absolutely. It, it doesn't. It doesn't follow the same vein that the rest of them. Like you could trace their progression. Yeah. From Piper to you know what I mean after <laughs> Roger Waters left to Endless River. The um, the popular perception too is is like when you when you when you hear Pink Floyd on the radio, it's always either um, money, brain damage, money. Uh, 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 wish you were here. 
Wish You Were Here. It's always more downtone psychedelic kind of things uh, that, that usually incorporate some kind of major uh, element in, in, their, in their structure. But Animals is just all anger. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all just anger, and it's, it's, it's really a plea for people to just kind of you know, recognize. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. I think a lot of I think a lot of the music that sits with you comes from a place of like like real genuine uh, like that passion that breaks through the music where you know that the artist is really invested in what yeah. they have to say. Sure. Yeah. Music as like you know the work of an auteur kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Like like uh, that's the stuff that. You never forget how you felt when you heard it. Yeah, that's it that's entirely that's entirely what grabs me uh, grabs me about uh, about the doors, for instance, yeah. is there. There's nothing else that sounds like it, so I I, I can't yeah. help but nothing. but feel a certain way when I listen to the doors. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, animals animals absolutely is is you know Pink Floyd manages to to weasel in at least once an album some subtle dig at the music industry or people <laughs> in power. Uh, but yeah. nothing is subtle about animals. Nothing. Animals is one hundred percent. Fuck the people who think they run the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 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 rock and roll in its purest, most diluted sure. form, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Diluted might not be the right word for it. Most concentrated. Yeah. Most it, undiluted. Undiluted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You were almost there. You were just. I'm mixing idea. up my science here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's rock and roll in its purest, most concentrated form. Uh, it, in that it it's it's an entire album dedicated to saying "fuck the man." Yeah, in in so many words, you I like know. The, I like, I like the way you the, give the middle finger. Just the middle finger. I flipped I flipped someone off in traffic for the first time in years. <laughs> uh, I rolled down my window and yelled at somebody for the first time. I, I should have. I should have because this motherfucker. Was standing still with a green light looking at his fucking phone. And so I laid on my horn for like five seconds until he moved. Yeah. And then I tried to get in the left lane to pass him, and he fucking cuts me off. What a to, to get into the parking lot he's trying to go to. And so I just, you know, I gave him one Give of these. I do that. I throw the other finger up all the time. He Never. was such Never. What a cocksucker. Carry, carry a weapon in your car, and then then you feel a little bit better doing it. Keep a baseball I mean, bat I'm, accessible. Mm, I've got my tire wrench, man. That's not yeah. <laughs> solid steel. Anyway, um, my other recommendation. Um, this is this was the main one that I that I had before uh, Animals came up, and I started thinking about how great of an album Animals is. Um, Puerto Rico. Many sections of Puerto Rico are still without uh, yeah. electricity yeah. and running water. This is pertinent. Man. My recommendation is. Donate some money to Puerto Rico. There's plenty of great avenues to do it. Okay. Um, there are a few other uh, 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 nations. They still need it. They still need a lot of help in Central America and the and the Caribbean that are they're affected by it. But you know, Puerto Rico, you know, they're U.S. territory. They're a bit closer to home. Yeah. If there's one place, you know, that that uh, a reasonable American should help out first, it would be Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, because it's America. Yeah, and because and the fucking orange goblin masquerading as a world leader uh, didn't do nearly enough. He just, he, he, you know, he took some free Threw throws some of paper right. towels into a crowd of Puerto Ricans. Uh, donate some money to Puerto Rico. That's my recommendation. Give If you have some extra spare cash and you don't know what to do with it, yeah. it's, you know, it's... Five, ten dollars. You know what I mean? Really? It, anything, anything else? Anything. 
anything. Absolutely anything helps. No, ser- seriously. No, like, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm remembering not that long ago, Mark Zuckerberg took the Puerto Rico crisis as an opportunity to show off Facebook VR. I, I, it's just making me think of this, where they they, oh, they drove no. they drove a car through the streets of Puerto Rico, which is like, of course, flooded all over the place. But they superimpose a avatar version of Mark Zuckerberg and his co-presenter, and, and just, they're just wiping of, a single tear out of his eye. No, like, they're really honest to God. They're demons. They're trying to talk about what's going on seriously, but you can't take it seriously because it's a cartoon Zuckerberg with dead VR eyes. Mm-hmm. Trying to point and demonstrate your things to you, it's so. It's just to it's me, it's masturbatory. It's, it's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it's just like like. So fuck, fuck that. The Give worst, money. Do the, something actually helpful. The worst thing that has happened to to Youngstowners at large in the past year is the fucking tornado that blew through Boardman. Yeah, that, uh, uh, what do uh, they call that again? Like where it touches down so fast, the uh, like a microburst. Microburst, or yeah. Microburst. Yeah. yeah. Microaggressions. Um. <laughs> But, will will thanks, not micro stand. Mo- Mother Nature is the real bigot here. Um, <laughs> bigot against humans. But uh, but yeah, like like you know. Now imagine that you know a hundredfold. Yeah. You know they're without basic utilities right yeah. now, and still still, yeah. still still even even you know what Irma happened in October, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's still this long, and they're still struggling. Donate some money to Puerto Rico, please. Yeah, it's... not food. The other thing too is people like to donate clothes and food. A lot of that stuff just sits and goes bad. Yeah, they they need, spoiled they need, by the time it can get. It to they somebody. need your money more than they need you to donate right. stuff. Let them they're, decide what to do. It's with it's it. the yeah. utilities that are suffering. They need power. They need water. Yeah, and they're they're gonna need some some money to get that shit back up and running. Yeah. If you donate, I'm gonna make a suggestion to people because I've donated before. Mm. If you make that donation. Don't opt to let them put you on a list for because everybody. If you're if you're a liberal and you're nice and you donate to people, which is kind of they'll send you every liberal rag that's asking sure. for money. I sure. Still, so I still don't, get I still get emails from everybody. Yeah, because yeah don't, I donated to a few things. Once. Opt opt yeah. off of that list because they yeah. will blow up your mailbox. Like your actual yeah, yeah. in your house mailbox, and with, and, with <laughs> and and with shit that's nowhere near as important. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. This this is important. This, this is, is very important. Really, really important. These are people. These are these are these are people. Yeah. Just say that these are people. It's insult yeah. to injury because they're they're a territory of the United States. They're part of the United States in a big way. Right, but they, they can't they can't be a part of our democratic process, and they get shit on when we when they need us. Yeah, they 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 are they are Americans. A vast majority of Puerto Ricans want to become a U.S. state. Yeah, that's a that's a real thing that actually is happening. Yeah, and and you know so they they are in spirit Americans. Yeah. They are your countrymen. Help them out. Yeah, don't see them as less than, and don't see them as something that someone else is going to deal with. I think that's a good recommendation. I think that's I will good. give this week. Yeah, it's a good idea. But me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to give you guys three choices for an album. Okay. I kind of I kind of didn't do that last week. Uh, for brevity's sake, but I think uh, we're going to get back to it this week. This is going to be a really close examination. I think part of the reason that I like doing this is because it, it I'll be able to listen to these years from now and know yeah. where I was at musically um, <laughs> at that time. Yeah. So this is going to be a, um, uh, a deep delve into where I am musically. What's up? I had one more recommendation, but uh, let's bring it around. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to give you guys three choices for an album, and they're all going to be very similar. Okay. Do you want a post-hardcore album 
first 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 one. option. Do you want a second post-hardcore album with a little more emotionality behind it? Okay. Do you want a uh, 1990s avant-garde noise rock album? I I feel like I feel like you would like option two. Because post-hardcore with a little emotionality behind it sounds a lot like how I would describe Interpol. Yeah, I think... Well, yeah, they're definitely... They're a post-punk band, but that's not that far off the mark. Option two really appeals to me, but so does option three. I leave it to you to break that decision. Let's do option two. Okay. We're going to do option two? Yeah. I'm glad you said this because it's very timely. We lost a, another rock legend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wait, another one? Another one. One that maybe not a lot of people know about. Oh, God uh, we lost him a couple months ago, and it wasn't like a widely publicized thing, I think largely because a lot of people in the major population don't really know this. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know this group unless you really went digging into um, okay. this genre and this era. Mm. Um, uh, Grant the, Hart. The Moody Blues. The Moody Blues. The the Turtles. Yeah, I'm no. sorry, did you say Brett the Hitman Hart? No, I said Grant Hart. <laughs> Grant Hart. Grant Hart was the drummer for uh, the drummer and co-lead vocalist of the 1980s post-hardcore band uh, Husker Du. Oh, boy. Oh. So, uh, this is a name. I've heard this name. Yeah, exactly. This is a name that you've heard. Don't but forget the umlauts. Yeah, exactly. I you, got the umlauts. You've probably never dove into this music before unless you went looking for it. It's a band sure. that you kind of have to go looking for. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a group, this is the best way I can describe Who's Who's Do. When the Pixies were looking for a bassist, yeah. Kim Deal responded to an ad in the paper that said, searching for a female bassist for a band, you have to... Who both appreciates the music of Peter Paul and Mary and Husker Du, and, and that's how they signed. That's how they signed. That's how they found Kim, Kim Deal for the Pixies. Uh, so Not bad. So Grant Hart was the uh, drummer and co-lead singer of uh, Husker Du. He died a couple months back. I didn't realize you could do uh, lead singing while being a drummer. You can. Dave Clark Did, uh, does, does the microphone not pick up? Well, you have your own mic. All of, yeah, you're, you're, it's, you're a little away. You're a little away, and then you use a condenser mic, so it's just picking up your vocal. Okay. Uh, so before you go too much further, I want to tell you I am seeing the Pixies live. You did, yeah, in I summer. heard. Damn, that's incredible. that's incredible. We are going to see them in July, and they're touring with, with Weezer, Weezer. Yeah, which is going to be a great. Well, you fucking said show. you said I on the bet. Goose Chase podcast oh, that yeah, yeah, middle yeah. school you is is going nuts. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, Trisha is freaking out. Right, Trisha. Trisha I said we have to go see Weezer, and yeah. I, I said we have to go see the Pixies. If you well, boy, be, have we a deal for you? Yeah, right. If you happen to be interested in seeing them at the same I show and, and and are interested in making a real big drive, we're seeing them in Jersey. Yeah, so I, that might not be a bad idea. They're, but they're also going to be like at Blossom. Here, right, I know. At so it, I leave it totally to you. But we'll be at the one in Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, which will be great. Anyway, I didn't no, mean to that's stop okay. you there. But uh, no, Grant Hart died at the age of like fifty-six, I think. Uh, he was the drummer and uh, penned a lot of great songs for Husker Du. Um, Husker Du, if you don't know anything about them, they kind of erupted out of the hardcore scene, which happened in the 80s between the years of 1980 and, let's say, it was this flash in the pan of music um, that blossomed out of punk rock Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and turned into just something a little more aggressive. When you see modern, like, mosh pits, that came from hardcore. Because it started with slam dancing, which is kind of like the arms flailing, you yeah. know, 
bouncing yeah. around. Stuff you'd see at like the Dead Kennedy shows. Where, where do you put Fugazi? Are they anywhere near? They're post hardcore. It's yeah. post hardcore. Yeah, and that was and that was actually going to be one of the, the the first album. Yeah, uh, was going to be a Fugazi album, and Let's maybe maybe we'll come back to that at some point. Yeah, but uh, the, the Husker Du, uh, if you know nothing about them, they blossomed out of that flash in the pan hardcore scene. Yeah, and those were bands like uh, Minor Threat was one of my favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, SSD control, Black Flag. I was gonna. I was, Black um, Flag was the one I was. Black thinking Flag. Of. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of some obscure ones. Gangrene, uh, Millions of Dead Cops, Bad Brains. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, That's like these, so... these, these bands that played um, in the same vein as the Ramones. Really aggressive songs, fast, but even faster. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like sure. minute, minute and twenty second long hardcore jump around, push people kind of songs, you know, and it was just this raw expression of emotion. Yeah. And Husker Du's first album was, for all intents and purposes, a, a very skillfully crafted hardcore album. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very fast, really great technical musicians, these guys. The second album, which is the album that I'm going to recommend to you, yeah. uh, is an album called Zen Arcade. And it was the second LP. It was basically a double LP by Husker Du. Um, and, Two words, yeah. Zen, Zen arcade. arcade, right? Zen Arcade. And if you listen to this record, I, I will say this: I think Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone, it's a rock opera, basically. When you stretch it down, it's it, what it is is a rock opera. Uh, Rolling Stone classified it as the, uh, the, I think they called it the punk rock quadrophenia. Um, it's it, it's <laughs> it's a it's a punk rock opera. Yeah. So they stretched, they they maintained that hardcore feel, but they they stretched away and they went into psychedelia they went into jazz they used piano a lot more they used acoustic work mm. uh and it's it's a double album that, that basically tells the story uh in punk rock fashion of a kid who's at home uh disaffected home abused you know yeah. sad miserable home life and he goes out into the world in an attempt to find his own satisfaction um and ultimately fails Basically, like he goes out into the world and, you know, does the things that you do when you're a young kid, you know, religion, drugs, uh, you know, fucking uh, around, fucking around, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it goes through all those stages of that. And then it ultimately ends with, you know, acceptance of, you know, well, maybe I can't find that. You know what I mean? That thing. Yeah. Maybe this is just what life is. Right. So Uh. it's an, it's an album that, uh, it's been said that more than any other album um, has attributed to the the what we know now t- today as um, alternative music. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's had more of an effect on the genre of alternative than any other album. It was an album that really didn't perform super well. Their next album, which is another great one called um, New Day Rising, did perform very well. But Zen mm-hmm. Arcade was the one that the musicians listened to and went, oh, fuck. Yeah. Now, this is this is this the is record. Like an influence now, album. Now, yeah. for 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 some context for me, because I, I I tend to frame things more like temporally. When did Zen Arcade come out? Nineteen eighty four. Oh, okay. So the hardcore is still going on at this point, but it's reaching its later stages. You already yeah. had like the big Minor Threat released a bunch of their their EPs. Yeah. Uh, Bad Brains at this point was probably going more towards like the reggae feel yeah. instead of the punk rock. I feel. think when we hear movements like post-hardcore we tend to think it's like okay hardcore died and then this came 
Exactly. But I think it's. I think it really is more of a transition. An into, extension. Yeah, it's emo. Like, it, what it what it extends into is pre emo. Yeah. Although a lot of these bands would kind of deny that Fugazi. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be associated. Right. Well, no. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Fugazi is classified as like a precursor to. It's e- proto shoegaze. Right. Way. Right. Yeah. Pro. It's it's pre. It's yeah. pre emo. Uh, Husker Du uh, certainly pre emo. Rites of Spring pre emo, but still with that hardcore feel. So this is really fuzzy, heavy, yeah, hardcore this music. Is, this is this is so this this predates uh, 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 or no no it doesn't really it it uh, it comes after uh, uh, Joy Division. Yeah, it, it, Joy yeah. Division's um, late seventies, and it's yeah. still. You know, two decades ahead of its own time. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like I feel like because uh... because what uh, uh, Joy Division's first album was like what seventy eight, seventy nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy nine. I think Joy Division is legitimate post punk. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, before that's punk true. was even like solidified as yeah, a thing, exactly. it was already going beyond. Well, that's the cool thing about music. Yeah. But Zen Arcade. That's is... what I mean when I say like post doesn't mean the thing is over. It no. means people have said. Okay, I or understand what this music movement there. is, and this is like sort of something falling out of right. that. Right. Here's what I'm taking away from this. Right. Yeah. Here's right. what I am a listener is taking away from it. Yeah. And here's what I, as an artist, am creating sure. from and it. Well, it's not entirely its own distinct thing, but it's it's building on that movement. Right. Something different. Well, right. this is such an interesting time for music to me because a lot of my favorite bands come out of this time. I'm thinking about the way I felt when I was younger and when I first discovered these bands. Angry Kid, you know what I yeah. mean? Minor yeah, Threat. Wasn't. Minor Threat. I'm thinking like this time when post-hardcore was coming out and it came out of that real violent, pushy, angry, I, I'm pissed off. This is the more emotional aspect. So like Minutemen, Double yeah. Nickels on the Dime is considered, I guess, a post-hardcore record. But what uh, about but what about Limp Biscuit? They use cuss words. Oh my God. They did <laughs> no. use cuss words. I, <laughs> I, I, answer the, I think it's a fair question. I think it should answer the question. They use cuss words. They use cuss words. They're in tune with the youth. There no. was there was a starfish. I remember he was their Shots mascot. Starfish. He was and their... the hot dog flavored water. Yeah. I actually I shouted that at my girlfriend uh, yesterday when I was chocolate when, starfish. When I was actually cooking uh, frozen hot dogs on the George Foreman grill. Yeah. And I was like, look, it's a hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Is that do, do I know what is that is that That's an album. That's Olympus. Yeah, but what did that mean? I mean, I is know. it just like Well, chocolate like, chocolate starfish is a butthole. Is it like right. buttholes and pee or something? And I don't the hot dog flavored water. I don't hot know. dog flavored water might be Europe. Pee, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They're we're getting off on a tangent here. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a thing. I'm trying to talk. No, seriously. Uh, the, right. uh, like uh, Husker Du yeah. is a, a band that people have heard of but never listened to. They Husker did. They Husker did. Turn that Husker don't into a Husker do. <laughs> I saw that. Already. Yeah. But yeah, this is I've been I've been listening to a lot of like that that hardcore. It's wintertime, so my music tastes get a little angrier in the winter. Yeah. Um so I've been listening to a lot of that stuff that I haven't picked up in a while, a lot of that hardcore stuff. But this album is a tremendous influence and there's some some really killer stuff on there. They took punk rock and they put emotional lyrics to it. They took Roger Waters-esque lyrics yeah. and put them onto punk rock. And I will tell you this. It's a loud album. It's very noisy. If you're a fan of punk rock, it's going to sound a little more technical than most punk rock you hear. Because sure. these guys are really talented musicians. And they're throwing these 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 loops and these lines in there very quickly. Yeah. So musically speaking, it's very incredible. But it's also very noisy. So I would recommend if you're not used to... If you're not accustomed to listening to punk rock... Yeah. Um, Listen to 
that album with the lyrics in front of you because it's worth it. it Here, it's very, very poetic. Here's something that's that's uh, that's thrown me for a loop lately is like I can't classify Green Day. They're punk. But yeah, I know a lot of punk. people will shoot well, me for well, that. They're yeah. punk. No, they are. They're punk. They, yeah. Well, yeah. No well, one yeah, likes but, to see them. But, that but, way, but, but, like, they've been around since '87. They're yeah. punk rock. They're also yeah. they're kind of pop punk. But they're but they're sure. And that's, they're punk. But they're punk. But, but yeah. that's what's throwing me. That's what's throwing me for a loop is like, uh, I can't name a single Green Day song that isn't in a major key. Yeah. Sure. And, and it's that's, pop punk. And that's weird, isn't it? It's like it's it's all it's all very sad and angry. Mm-hmm. But it's well, all in a major key. The thing is, they're part of a transition of a different kind of punk music that eventually get, and a lot of people consider them sellouts. A lot of people consider. Well, I don't them, care. You know yeah, what? Like, I but but the reason that that, well, well, that, fuck opinion, that. <laughs> the reason that opinion persists is because what they were a part of and what followed is a lot of very sanitized, marketable punk. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure, but but which is in some way antithetical to the roots of punk, but is not a delegitimizing factor. As not far at as all. Who, who doesn't want to make no. money off their Listen, music? That's the most Everyone punk rock did. thing I can think of. They took themselves and they made themselves. They made punk rock marketable. This is this is massive. That's the most punk rock thing this, I can think exactly of. Exactly the same level. criticisms are leveled at at, uh, at at certain rap artists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Dre addresses that in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. I moved out of the hood for good. You blame me? You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No. Yeah. It's true, man. It's true. Like, of, co- of course, I'm gonna make money. I, d- I don't want to fucking live like, in obscurity for the rest of my like, life. Uh, yeah. I was not a fan of American Idiot. That's about where I fell off. That's where I fell off. You because know, it is the most commercial album, but it's still you know, a punk rock. Album. You know, the title track is the rest of it is an opera. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Aub- Aubrey introduced me to that. I, I never listened to anything past uh, you know the first track, the yeah. title track, American Idiot. Right. But then the rest of it is you know Jesus of Suburbia. It's and even and like that's I don't I don't really like that album, but that's punk rock. I mean that's the most punk rock thing I can think of. Totally. They, they shoved it in your face, man. Yeah. It's punk rock. They've yeah. been around since the fucking 80s, man. They're still yeah. punk. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm lukewarm on whether they're real, genuine punk or not. No, nah, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're still too. punk rock. Me they're too. still punk rock. But punk rock doesn't mean impoverishing And this yourself. is coming from a yeah. serious punk rock fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ser- like, I you did know. hardcore yeah, music in particular. Yeah, do you remember, do you remember the Grouch? Do you remember that track by Radiohead? Yeah. Or, uh, Radiohead. Uh, oh, Green Day. Green Day. Right. <laughs> the I was a young boy that had big plans. Nimrod? Now I'm just another shitty old man. Yeah. Nimrod? Yeah. Was that Nimrod? Yeah, I think it was Nimrod. He says, what's he say after that? Uh, I don't have fun and I hate everything. The world owes me, so fuck you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> like, that's pretty that's punk. punk rock. Yeah. That's pretty punk. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and God. the world paid its dues, right. to be fair. Yeah. Right. You, you can't say the world owes me and then, like, not accept when the world sure. pays you yeah, its right. dues, you know? Yeah. So I, well, let me get let me get back on topic here. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to really focus in on this because I think yeah, please. I, I, a lot of times when I recommend albums, I recommend them to you because I know you expressed a huge interest in listening to a lot of Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Husker Du's uh, video arcade. I actually I actually Zen wrote arcade. a remind Zen Arcade. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say Voodoo Arcade? Yeah, you did. That's that's okay. <laughs> that's I, another. I'm saving art. that in my head because that's so, a that's a really good title. I was going to say I recommend a lot to you, Dave. I think. <laughs> This is an album that you will appreciate. Yeah, I wrote it down. I think I think you'll both get it, but yeah. you knowing the kind of music that you grew up on and the yeah. kind of music that affects your taste, this yeah. is an album that you're going to listen to and go, oh yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? In my head, this is a slightly more rotten Tommy. Y- yeah, it is. It's very. I mean, it's fuzzy music played very quickly. 
and very skillfully. I'm gonna name a couple tracks. I had to pull them up because this is a long album. Yeah. Um, so, so, so like, album. so like a a hotter Joy Division. <clears throat> kind of. Yeah. Kind okay. of. I'll I'll play you guys an example here when we break. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, Chromecast that shit. Yeah, we yeah, should. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Something I learned today is the title track. Uh, Never talking to you again is a good one. Um, you make uh, me hold your hands uh, for stupid reasons. My favorite track on there is a track called Somewhere. Yeah, um, that's a great one. Uh, the 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 one that I wanted to talk about is a track called Pink Turns Blue. Um, I'm gonna it, download it, this to my play library. Yeah. right now. is that um, a is that a like a transgender thing? No, or? Pink Turns Blue is 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 again. This is about a kid going out into the world. I mean, this is yeah. about a kid going out in the world and searching for things, and he goes through like all the religion and and drugs and all this stuff. Pink Turns Blue is about a, so- a song about his girlfriend. This one? That's it, yeah. All right, downloading um, it right now. Song, oh, love turning to sadness. Well, uh, his girlfriend overdosing on drugs and dying. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like, go, you know what I mean? Uh, so funny, so her skin album. turning pink to blue. Right, but pink, tur- <laughs> yeah, pink turns blue. Fuck. Right. Um, so, uh, and then the song that um, everyone kind of knows the album for is a song called Turn On The News, which is the penultimate track. The final track is a track called Reoccurring Dreams. Yeah, it's 14 minutes long. I just noticed that. It's annoying. On an and, album and it's, of songs that are two minutes and it, long. And it's, it's, for all intents and purposes, an instrumental, uh, you know, uh, crescendo to the album. Yeah, let's a listen to that tonight. It's a, yeah, dude, it's a fucking great record. And it's, again, it's loud and noisy. You want to put the lyrics on when you listen to it. Sure. But right. it is, it's such a great effect. And, and all of Husker Du's albums are very good. And they had a lot of, they were like Fugazi in the same vein of not trying to charge people a lot of money to go see their yeah, shows. Yeah, right. Right. Um, which I'm a huge fan of. That's the punk rock mentality. Hard, hard playing, hard touring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not ripping people off. And uh, Husker Du's music is is really incredible. And if you're into alternative music, it's a great starting point to get into. Nice. Isn't that a fucking thing? Like that's been going on for you know, two th- thousands of years now, where where people just, you know, don't charge people a lot, even just playing yeah. the streets for fucking free. You know? I, like I, I, I'm sure I'll talk about Fugazi at some point on this podcast because I've been listening to a lot of Fugazi again lately. Um, Ed Elaine Johnson, mm. he plays an electric violin. Mm. He's got a few albums out. He plays some concerts, but he will routinely just go and busk throughout England. Yeah. He'll just <laughs> set his violin case out and he'll just fucking play. play. Sure, he'll just yeah. make shit up on the fly. Most likely not because he needs to, but because he wants mm. to play it. Because table. he wants to. He, he doesn't need to. He absolutely mm-hmm. doesn't need to. He's a brilliant violinist. Yeah. I gotta show you some videos of him, but your shirt is on Inside Out. You sure about that? Your seams are all on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I just noticed it. Not bad. You're okay. Well, you're the first person to notice that all day. <laughs> um, none of my clients noticed it. My girlfriend didn't notice it. I'm sorry. I nice. just noticed it. I had to say something. What the? How did I go for this long with my fucking shirt inside? I don't know, but you you got it fixed now, buddy. It's good. There you go, buddy. <laughs> no. no one noticed that. No one pointed it out. I've been to like. Public places today. <laughs> I bought beer. I've gotten fucking sick uh, cigars. Well, the good news is no one noticed. Yeah, there you go. They would have said something. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. There's not like a, it's just a, for for you listening. It's just a forest green shirt with a V neck. Yeah. That's it. It's, forest green, incidentally, is uh, one of my favorite colors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like this color. It's it's a very common color. Let me put a cap on this. Uh, yeah, it's very sad that Grant Hart died. And yeah, uh, it's one of those things that if you're into punk rock and alternative music and in particular which dave i know you are yeah uh, that that part of the 80s where it was a lot of indie 
left of the dial kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it's period of a lot of experimentation, a lot of people yeah. willing to do a lot of things for very little money. People shit, people shit on the '80s for being really yeah. commercial, and yeah, that's true. But there's always something underneath that yeah. you have to search for. And who's oh, gonna, there there always is. Who's Who's yeah. one of those bands? And it's just I'm sad that Grant Hart's dead, yeah. and I, I'm sad that Who's Gonna Do is 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 never gonna have the chance to play again. That's that's the thing. People were like, you know, oh music was so much better in the in the seventies and eighties like, you know. But but you gotta you look know, for it. That's all right. That's the thing. Like all anyone remembers is the good shit. All anyone remembers is the wall. All yeah. anyone remembers is is back in black, <laughs> you know. But there was plenty of shitty music that came sure. out around that too, you know? Yeah. There, there's the difference is we, we played it more on the radio at those times. Right. You gotta look for it a little harder. There, there's yeah. entire musical soundscapes in any era that you go to, and you, you got to look for it. You got to yeah. really look. For Lest it. I remind you that the Captain and Tennille were pretty damn popular. Sure. <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don, <laughs> pretty popular. Uh, you know, the, the 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 gold is not always uh, what's what's wildly accessible sure. and, and, and the, the, you know most popular. Your recommendations, Dave. Uh, start while I take a piss. All right. I'm, I'm going to be listening from here. <clears throat> okay. So I have, I actually have three. I'm not going to do them all. Uh, I, I'll save some of these for another time. The one I wanted to recommend is one that I haven't finished. I have 20 minutes left in it. It's a documentary. So this might be a little bit of a weird recommendation because I haven't seen the very, very ending of it. Uh, but I think it's something that deserves watching. Um, and I pulled up a page on it because I wanted to remember all the names involved. It is a Netflix original documentary, and it is called Voyeur. Uh, it's called what? It's called Voyeur. Voyeur. Yes. V-O-Y-E-U-R. Yes, V-O-Y-E-U-R, Voyeur. 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 Yeah, the French are going to moist Guillaume oh, the shit out of us. Miller Light in your freezer. We can't, yeah, we can't yes, mis- mispronounce their we, shit. We, <laughs> we stole the word voyeur from the French. We can't fucking mispronounce it. So, this documentary, like I said, it's a Netflix original. I wanted to pull it up and get some of the details absolutely right. It centers around an investigative reporting piece by a journalist named Gay Talese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going uh, he wrote uh, throughout uh, throughout the you know seventies and eighties. He wrote he wrote a lot of uh, uh, very interesting, uh, in depth, uh, investigative you know articles and books. He yeah. wrote a he wrote a book called uh, "Thy Neighbor's Wife," I believe, that was centered all around sex in America and sort of looking into you know the ways that people's sex lives revealed a lot about who they are and all that. He's actually mm. a very interesting writer. He wrote a book um, that was published in 2016 called The Voyeur's Hotel, and it centered around a real person who bought a hotel in the Denver, Colorado area uh, many, many years ago. I want to say it was in the... Uh, oh, so not Denver, Minnesota. We're talking Denver, Colorado. Yes, that Denver. That Denver. <clears throat> um, the big Denver. The basically. Bi- the biggest of Denvers. Uh, there's a guy named... Ra- uh, his name is Raymond Foos, I believe. Is it Raymond? Uh, I want to make sure that I get this correct. Um, yeah, Gerald Foos. So he, Gerald. he bought a motel in uh, the uh, the late 60s. 
mm-hmm. and he converted it into a voyeur's paradise. Oh. It's actually very, very creepy to listen to. What he had done. <laughs> you don't was, say. Yeah. Because he had it's a it's an arched roof motel where he had converted the entire attic crawl space area so that he could look down into the rooms of all of his guests. Which is, you know, obviously unsettling. What makes his yeah. story unique is that he also journaled obsessively yeah. for a couple of decades over all of the habits of all of the guests of his motel in explicit detail, not just sexual, but everything they did. From the meals they ate to what times they came and went, he considers himself, and this is the weirdest part just of Just when all. I think autism couldn't possibly be turned <laughs> up to 11. Yeah. <laughs> this guy noted everything. He considers himself, he likes to think of himself, which I think is a bit of rationalization, he likes to think he's a researcher. But he knows that there's a sexual component to it for him. Yeah. He talks about it in this documentary. It makes me look at Jane Goodall a whole lot differently. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, he's weird. He's super weird. Um, does, he, does he have a dead mother in his basement? Or, no, you know? no such thing. In fact, he's, here's the crazy thing about him. By every other measure, he's a really normal guy. He had not one but two wives who were complicit in this whole scheme. The first wife who helped him build it and test it out to be sure that people could not see or hear him. Wow. The second wife who simply helped continue this operation would bring him food up there because he'd be up all night watching people. Oh. Um, this guy is super unsettling. And Gay Talese, years ago, had been invited to see it. And actually went and saw this motel. And did not report it to the authorities. And the whole documentary is a very ethically confusing just nightmare. Mess, yeah. Yeah, of like, it. someone knew that this was happening. Someone knew but, this existed. A respected, so, you know, somewhat respect. I actually did, kind of not did, very well respected, but did a this, journalist. Did this guy, this voyeur, did he, did he, this voyeur. Voyeur. This voyeur. Did he, did he, did he ever like rape or kill anyone to the best of my understanding and again i haven't seen the last 20 minutes but no to the best of my understanding he was explicitly an observer at what at what point is it no longer okay to be curious well i think that the entire thing is not okay you know you're you're you know people are paying you for a room and expecting some kind of privacy Uh, It's okay to be curious, but that's as far as it needs to go when it comes to other people. Like you don't, you don't. Kind of in the same way that you huge violation of privacy. You don't go into somebody's bedroom when they're not there and start snooping around their drawers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you know what I mean. Like it's it's okay to be curious about how other people live their lives because it's generally generally fascinating that. Yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. People yeah. Li- live a life that's different than yours. I, but you I don't explore those things for the sake of privacy. I want to know that the, the the pastor of the church down the road, want, you know, does some S and M stuff with his sure. wife. <laughs> like he has his mouth zippered up and begs to be spanked. Yeah, but of course like that, we don't. But of course we don't violate each other's privacy or trust. Right. But, Unless but, you're the government. Yeah. In which is case it, it's fine. Right. Is, isn't that a isn't that a isn't that a fucking weird thing though? Like like. It, it feels to me like like knowing something, knowing secrets. Secrets are power. Sure. You know, yeah. if if Littlefinger taught us anything, <laughs> yeah. it's it's that secrets are power. Yeah. 
it's it, you know it's the knowing things and and i i feel like maybe why people are so bad at keeping secrets is because they want to demonstrate that power they want to say oh of course i know about this yeah, yeah. you know uh donald trump uh likes to be ridiculed for his small penis in the bedroom <laughs> You know, of Love course, I, I know that I'm going to tell that to to the Huffington Post. What's interesting to me about this documentary, there's a lot of interesting things. Uh, Gerald Foos only speaks about all of this because he knows the statute of limitations has expired. Yeah, he knows ah. that now it is time for him to be able to talk about it. And most importantly, he's compelled to because the crazy thing about this guy is that as much as this was a kink, it was also his life's work. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Well, and like, the fact that it's his life's work bears watching. Like, like I'm sure, uh, like I'm sure, using a dandruff shampoo isn't like a kink thing to him. It's, it's like an obsession. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> I gotta know what these people are doing. I'm sure. I, it's. It was very what, sexual for him. It was definitely arousal. It was sure. definitely wrong, but not all of it. The thing Which is, is what, this is why it's very it's very murky and very sure. interesting to watch. I do think this dude is... It's creepy. It's and, fucked. And, and I think it's, it's fucked. It's totally definitely fucked. illegal. And again, yeah, very and, illegal. Yeah. and again, for the audience, what is this documentary called? It's called Voyeur. 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 But, but like, here's, here's what I'd say. Like, Hitler's life's work is worth watching. Because, it, you know what I mean? Anybody's I life... I mean, like, as far as document, documentary... As anybody's life's concerned. work is worth watching, you know whether it's fucked or not. And this is certainly fucked. You know what? But yeah, I, You know what? I tried reading Mein Kampf once. I, I, I did, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, honest to God, I tried to read Mein Kampf. Got a lot of weird looks at the library. <laughs> yeah. I, had to, I had to explain that at YSU. I'm like... No, you don't understand. <laughs> it's no, not really into him. No, not into Twentieth century curiosity. Right. It does reveal a lot about the time, a lot about the climate in Germany sure. in the mid nineteen thirties. Yeah. But holy fuck, Hitler was such a fucking whiner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's a bitch. Poor me. Yeah. Poor me. Yeah. Great writer. <laughs> well, he didn't he's write it. Writers. He didn't. He didn't write yeah, it. He's not the best. He, did, he didn't him. write it. He know dictated that. it in a cell to his cellmate, who is a name you would recognize, but I forget. Yeah. He didn't write it. He dictated it. Victor in Albert Einstein. Victor von Poopenstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. F finish up. Yeah, no, basically. Eddie Edvard von Halen. <laughs> now, I would say I would say about this documentary. No descendants of note, incidentally. If, if you can stomach the fact that it very. It, that this documentary paints a picture of a person as a person. Despite the very despicable thing that they did, and this does, it actually I think it presents but, him too sympathetically. But that's important. That that is really important in this in this climate. Yeah. I I think in America we we I I think the core of the American justice system is not one of rehabilitation; it's one of vengeance. Yeah, and well, from I, a I, clinical psych perspective, there's a lot of value to this guy's story. Exactly. It, the whole it, reason that this is of note is that it sheds light on a particular kind of person, how we can identify them, what their obsession is. Yes. Let, it lets us understand this condition. Understanding is, is the way to, to solving it. Obviously, it's not okay to, to watch people take a shower if they don't know you're doing it. Yeah. But it's it's understanding that. it, it And that's, that's not... An, that's a tall order, of course. You, you know, you can't ask a person... 
just willy-nilly to be like, you know to understand the reasons behind yeah. something yeah. like this it's 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 delving into a part of 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 the human psyche that most people would rather not think about yeah so uh, same deal with stuff like pedophilia or 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 incest or yeah, yeah. you know things that things that we would rather not think about on some level the human condition is one of morbid curiosity sure. absolutely this, this documentary touches on that it tells us a lot about a particular kind of person and if you can stomach the fact that the documentary observes him as much as he observes others i think it's a valid watch it yeah. abs it absolutely should be yeah. um deus ex probably one of the vi greatest video games ever made yeah has has a uh, has a, a a fantastic dialogue between the protagonist and a prototype AI, yeah. where the AI posits that the individual desires judgment, uh, because without that desire, the cohesion of groups is impossible, and yeah, therefore right. civilization. Yeah, belonging right. is impossible without scrutiny. Right. Like yeah. there must be an evaluative force. Yeah, it's it's a scary thought. <laughs> uh, and, and he posits that w where that where that desire was once uh, uh, satisfied by the idea of God, it's now satisfied by government. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and that's the scary part that's of this scary. whole dialogue. Sure. <laughs> so that's it. That's my recommendation. Watch Voyeur if you can stomach it. I think it's a very good watch. Cool. Totally. Yeah. Well, uh, I I for one have learned that we learned uh, we've learned we've learned we have learned many things. I've learned that you should never buy booze in New York City. Yeah. Never. I, it's never. a bad value proposition. I Unless you're at like Dwayne Reed or something where you can get like a six pack for you know eight or nine dollars, yeah, like you, you want, like you, you could in Ohio yeah. here. Yeah. I learned uh, that you shouldn't be a pedo, man. Don't be a pedo. Don't be a pedo. Don't be a pedo. Tisk tisk, wag of the finger. Wag of the I finger. say no. Yeah. Uh, I learned that if your avatar has a woman in it anywhere, you will get harassed, and what yeah. a bummer that is. Yep, I I uh, I, I did uh, when I was playing World of Warcraft. I had uh, two two male avatars that were my mains: a paladin and a rogue. Yeah, and one female avatar. Yeah, female avatar got a lot more whispers. Yeah. That's a, that's I, 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 I wanted her to be a woman because it was more appropriate to her character. Yeah, and and. Uh, the the fucking whispers were insane. Side note: Don't ever send a picture of your dick to anybody. Yeah. Don't do that. Ever. Don't. Ever. No. Even no. if they ask for it, it's just you don't want that out there forever. Yeah. Keep your yeah. dicks to yourselves. Yeah. I'm saying it's good the, advice. The, your body is a temple, and the dick is the most sacred uh, <laughs> altar. Uh, I don't know about sacred. that. Sacred. Sacred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's well, what? Well, what? What? What's the most sacred part? If your body's a temple, what's the most sacred part? My asshole. Yeah, my asshole. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely my asshole. Chocolate starfish! Chocolate starfish! Chocolate starfish! I wrote down um, Hail Keezer. Hail Keezer? And yeah. I'm going to write that oh, on that thing when it's done. Yep. Um, oh, you, you okay? Yeah. Oh, that hurt. I, I rocked my head back to laugh. Oh, and I sorry. Just oh. slammed it in the wall. I learned that EA still sucks, and they're finally paying for it. Yep. Finally. I wrote, finally. don't pre-order anything with EA on yep. it. Don't yep. do it. Yep. Always. I, I also had to always look at reviews before you buy um, something. Mm -hmm. I learned that you should watch out for cheap Chinese shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always. Yeah. I learned. Or, or perhaps more appropriately, if especially if you're if you're in New York, expensive Chinese shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I learned there is an expression in Gaelic for kiss my ass. Yeah. Hey. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Uh, I learned that, uh, oh, oh, this is the one. 
Uh, Dr. Jack Straw, the abnormal drug Dr. Jack Straw. And I also learned that the Dragon's Milk is pretty damn good. And actually, it was a good beer, man. while being really expensive, it's very good. I will buy this again. Yeah, it's a good beer. It's yeah. a beer. It's a good bake. It's a, it's a good It's a good bake. It's a good bake. Oh, man. Watch the great British bacon show. It's, it's a good bake. It's a All good right. bake. Sorry. I think we're... Are we good? I think that does it. That about wraps it up. Uh, tune in next time for another episode of the Three Dudes Show. Drog will be hosting. Yes, sir. I'm hoping to have another Would You Rather scenario for yeah. this one. Oh too. yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw you guys yeah. into the fire on that one. Yeah, man. I'm gonna come up with the worst scenarios I could possibly dream of for yeah. next week. Oh yeah, I'm so, looking forward to it. Anyway, it's been another week. It's been another week. Ah, no, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week on another episode of the Three Dude Cast. Salutations and hail Keezer. Out of well.